Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And boy, do I got a news update for you. A thief allegedly used a bird scooter to flee the scene of a crime. <laughs> a burglar allegedly fled the scene of the crime on a bird electric scooter Tuesday. And the company is reportedly cooperating in the investigation. Michael Leppert, a 51-year-old lobbyist, told BuzzFeed News he was in the shower on the second floor of his house in Indianapolis when he heard uh, when he heard an unidentified noise downstairs. He left the shower and called down, hello? And the noise stopped. But when he went when he went downstairs, he saw his back door was open and that his wallet, laptop, and backpack were gone. A neighbor who had come to his yard to close an open gate told Leopard she had seen what she thought was a delivery man in his backyard on the phone and then riding away on a scooter. Leopard said his yard is roughly 30 to 40 uh, yards off the nearest street, so the alleged thief would likely have ridden the scooter to his house. <laughs> And he called the police. The police were not interested in the scooter. And so he tweeted at Bird <laughs> for help. He tweeted at him. And while Bird and Bird was like, we can't disclose the you know whereabouts of our customers. And he was like, but they stole shit. And he's like, well, Bird was like, well, we don't like when people steal shit. So we'll cooperate. Bottom line is, guys, these scooters, are they helping our neighborhoods or are they making them worse? <laughs> I feel like they're making them worse. We got a, uh, what the fuck's his name? In the fucking dentist with no teeth. Remember? <laughs> The guy, the first scooter. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but I, I know who sorry, you're talking about. I forget about. your name, sir. Yeah, that, and then this this scooter uh, stealing. And then, I mean, I think they're just an eyesore and they make you less fuckable. So that's a that's a problem. You know what? I don't know if I would, I might fuck someone who rides a scooter. Oh, I wouldn't, unless it was a kid and then that's a whole other oh, that's, you can can't of do worms that. that you opened up Corinne, with there. close your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Um, but, you know, if you want to scoot, scoot into my heart, you could just DM me. You know, you don't got to ride a scooter. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that oh. lets you message a licensed therapist sensual. from anywhere at any time. Oh, I'm trying to sound okay. centered. Oh, um, oh, centered. Yeah, okay. centered. It's getting everybody horny. <clears throat> Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life. Well, Only that dick. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Oh. No commutes. <laughs> No leaving the office and no judgments. Whoa. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Wow. Go to Talkspace.com slash GWF <laughs> and use the code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. You're a little British there for a second. Again, <laughs> that's GWF and Talkspace.com slash GWF. Come see us live, you guys. Um, we're going to be in Atlanta at the Laughing Skull October 11th to the 14th, but that's sold out. So. Suck it. Yay. <laughs> Chicago. And also, guys, we not to be rude, but like we know we're coming during Pride. If I see one more email saying you're coming during Pride. 
Pride. Oh, in, in Atlanta? Blow my own brain. In Atlanta? Out. Yeah. Yay. Oh, we should start during Pride, and we're very well aware of it. And oh, we thank you. I actually and we cannot wait. <laughs> well, then know. you missed about 75 emails. Trust me, Grav is staying away from that <laughs> inbox for a little bit. For a little bit. Chicago's, we're going to be at Zany's Wednesday, November 14th through Thursday, the 15th. Rosemont, Illinois, we're at Zany's again, but in Rosemont. Friday, November 16th through Saturday, November 17th, two shows per night. And then January 24th through the 26th, Winnipeg, what up? Burr, bitch, right? Yes, it's mad chilly where you are, I'm sure. Rumors. And then I'm flying to Mexico to do a yoga thing. Nice. Right after that. Well, that'll warm you right up. Well, yeah, it will, but then I got to pack like... I gotta pack for Well I mean you keep doing this to yourself You know (laughs) You keep doing this Boo hoo Poor me Uh, Yes And then uh, Oh tomorrow Tomorrow uh, Saturday uh, September 29th If you are in New York City uh, Wendy Starling and I are bringing back Glamour Puss After a brief hiatus Shows at 7.30 Doors at 7 Zinc Bar in the West Village uh, 82 West 3rd Street There might be some tickets left They're almost sold out So get them while they hot Uh, Thanks to everyone who came out To the first ever cult meeting Of Order the Akatfi You guys were great We sold out Westside Comedy Club Thank you very much Uh, And if you guys want to hear my voice uh, More You can always listen to The Two Less Lonely Girls podcast Hosted by myself and Rosebud Baker It's free on iTunes And Spotify episodes are about 30 minutes or less and we talk about Justin Bieber and celebrity as a whole and for more information on the Bridget Bishop door tour tour dates uh, you can head to sorry about last night comedy.com slash tours additionally um, we have two shows that we're doing together oh, yeah. that we want to uh, definitely remind you guys of so we have the uh, comedy club uh, the New York Comedy Club. Is that one first? Yeah, I believe that one's first. So that's I Monday, think. October 15th at 8 p.m. Oh, uh, whoops, I lied. Okay, so Christina lied. Oh, We're just going to keep doing this one, though. So we have uh, Monday, October uh, 15th at 8 p.m. at the new second location of New York Comedy Club, which is on East 4th Street. We're doing uh, one show only. And that room only seats like 150. So get those tickets. This yeah, is not a thousand seat one. room. This is a 150 seat room. So it's uh, one showing only of the Bridget Bishop tour uh, at New York Comedy Club. Um, and that's going to help us um, kind of recoup money from Guys We Fest and possibly don't make some more donations to New Alternative and the Reproductive Health Access Project. So it's going to be a great night all in all. And again, the only New York City date for the Bridget Bishop tour. Uh, you can get tickets at, on our website. But I don't even think it's on our website yet. So just go to newyorkcomedyclub.com. Like you, the, the tickets are available there. And then Newport, Rhode Island, uh, the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. This theater is about uh, like 400 seats. Uh, so we want to make sure to pack it out. We are kicking off the festival uh, and it's going to be Guys We Fucked The Experience Yeah So it's and Thursday man, October oh 4th We're kicking off The Rogue Island Comedy Festival Which as we talked about Last week Such a fantastic Comedy festival And it was created And run by um, A young comic Named Doug Key And that's like really It's really fucking hard To put a fe- Now we know firsthand How fucking hard it is yeah. To put a festival together And there's two of us There's we only one of him We one day festival together Yeah And this Every year the festival Gets better and better I was there year one And it was phenomenal So I can't even imagine How good it's going to be be this year Rhode um, Island can party man Yeah and again It's a beautiful place Great food You can eat like So much You can eat your weight And lobster there If you want Which Ooh. I definitely will do And uh, it's a great place To like bring a dog Bring a, a romantic partner Bring a friend And just like Spend the weekend there And enjoy the Rogue Island Comedy Festival Because if you're coming To see 
podcast, I highly recommend going to another show while you're while you're there anyway. Because Man, it's if, a really I, cool place. if I was dating anybody, I would make them come because that's how good the experience show is. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. It's oh, quite so much fucking fun. good. And again, I don't think that ticket link is on our main website because it's not part of the uh, Bridget Bishop oh, tour. I'll put it on. I'll put it on. You can also go to just like Rogue Island Comedy Fest. I think it is dot com. But like just Google it. It's it's Rogue R O G U E like the X Men character to do. <laughs> okay, let me just interrupt this podcast to remind myself. Well, because a lot of times people are like, "Has the links Rogue. on your site?" But guys, like, if if it's up, you can also just you Google. Could Google that is it, an option because you know what? That's how we're getting the links. Honestly, yeah, that's how I'm literally gonna Google it. <laughs> no after one's this sending podcast. them to us. Like, like these comedy clubs are very like slow with sending us information, and so we're just letting you know. You can always just put a fucking hold in your calendar and then just get the ticket when the time comes. All right, I'm gonna try and do an ad read all sexy. <clears throat> See, the sirens are coming because it's too sexy already. <laughs> Welcome our new sponsor, Framebridge. <laughs> Who's got a boner? Framebridge makes it easy and affordable. The siren's really fucking me up. Framebridge makes it easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the travel photos on your phone. Mm, maybe you're naked in some of them and you want to fucking frame them. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or safely mail in your physical pieces with Framebridge's uh, provided packaging. Then you preview it online in any frame style. Choose your favorite or get uh, free recommendations from Framebridge's talented designers and their expert team will custom frame your item and deliver it directly to your door ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, which is very true as somebody who uh, a month ago went to one and went, wow, wowza. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. This is a fucking phenomenal deal. I don't know if you guys know this, but framing shit is real expensive. Get, uh, give my personal experience using Framebridge. I fucking love Framebridge. I love that there's uh, an option to have something framed. Not only that lets you preview. Even when I went to the frame store, they I, you couldn't preview your art in the actual frame. So it is very helpful the way their website is set up. That kind of allows you to just interchange frames just to kind of see what vibe you get. Because I really do. I'm obsessed. If you are ever in my apartment, which most of you won't be, I have a lot of framed shit hanging around my apartment. And so I really pay attention to like the way things are framed now just because I fucking had to get so many sh things framed um, I fucking love okay Framebridge rules and that the pricing is amazing and the fact that shipping is free you guys like come on uh, get started today frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings birthdays and special events because when you get somebody art that's not framed you're really giving them an errand and they don't really want that just Ugh, do it for them for fucking go to sure. fucking Framebridge get it framed prices start at $39 and fucking don't give an errand give a gift oh Framebridge you can use that if you want go to Framebridge <laughs> F-R-A-M-E bridge.com and use promo code GWF and you will save an additional 15% off your first order just go to Framebridge.com promo code GWF again because it's making me say it three times Framebridge.com code GWF my favorite part of that ad was that you spelled frame, but you didn't spell bridge. Well, because I hope people, because I bridge talk is a, fast. Bridge is a more difficult one. Really? Though, than frame? Well, I didn't know if anybody thought I was accidentally saying fame. Oh, okay. You know, because I that talk was more fast. like, yeah. Yeah. Enunciation. I'm trying I to save my ass <laughs> from a re redo. <laughs> 
<laughs> Guys, uh, thanks again to Casper Mattresses. Aww. They've been with us for a really long time. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper Mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Ooh. It's true. Anytime I have a new person um, in my bed Stop and they've bragging. never slept. Well, it's not it's not really often. Um, and I also didn't say it was sexual. <laughs> uh, Why would somebody be in your bed non-sexually? My friends always sit in my bed with me. Huh. Uh, and every time I have uh, someone new on my bed, they're always like, wow, your mattress is really, really comfortable. Like, I don't even want to get out. And I say, yeah, thanks, Casper. And then I go code GWF to try to in- incorporate them to, you know, or inc- not incorporate, encourage them to buy it. Yeah, because a good discount. From the luxury of my bedroom. Anyway, not to mention the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how do they do that, size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. Um, yeah, I love it. I already talked about it. Um, <laughs> well, I was going out of order because I was just so natural. Best natu- reason to biz, baby. Yeah, they said uh, they said not. It's it discuss a personal experience, but I had already gotten there because it was yeah. so. It was just so uh, organic. Uh, get fifty dollars towards select mattresses by visiting Casper like the ghost.com ah. slash GWF and using code GWF at checkout. Again, that's casper.com backslash GWF offer code GWF for $50 five O off your mattress purchase terms and conditions do apply. I don't even never, I never literally know what that means because it's said in every ad, but you know, just figure it out. Maybe it means like a hot man will come deliver it for you. It doesn't. <laughs> All right. Please read this in your own delivery and read it in your natural tone. Copy points are suggested. Okay. <clears throat> Guys, welcome to the new sponsor of Guys We Fucked, Monster Energy Cafe. Well, they've had one ad before. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the second time uh, premiering on Guys We Fucked. For many of us, the day doesn't start until we get that morning energy boost. <laughs> Corinne loves those people. I'm talking about coffee and now there is a new way to enjoy your daily cup of joe thanks to cafe monster available in vanilla mocha salted caramel and salted caramel and i'm currently drinking a triple shot espresso and cream mocha fucking thing oh there's so many adjectives on this can i don't know which one it is but it's fucking delicious and i'm hyped cafe monster is shaking up the ready to drink uh, coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories oh that's true Oh, that's not bad. Actually, this one's 150, huh? Uh, uh, Okay, not to mention, with 150 milligrams of caffeine, ooh, I'm about to get buzzed, from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract. Jesus. Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brand. In fact, it's 100 fewer calories per bottle than the competition. So suck it, competition. But you never know by tasting it because it tastes fucking good. And I am currently... Ah, drinking it right now. It tastes delicious. Instead, you get all the same feel and flavors as your local coffee house. All right. Uh, and you don't have to wait in line because if you're like me, Monster will just ship you a bunch of boxes and you can have a party where you just drink caffeine all night. Um, okay. Please speak to your experience with the product. 
what do I like most about it? I like that it tastes really good. And I like that uh, my fridge is stocked with it. And it's, you know what? A lot of times I get an anxious high from uh, drinking. Like I usually drink straight espresso on the rocks. And uh, this doesn't do that. Maybe it's the vitamin B. I have no idea. But it tastes delicious. And it doesn't taste like, you know, those other, the other ones, they just taste like shit that I used to get from CVS. These are better. I like this a lot. Cafe Monster. Chill it down. Shake it up. And enjoy. There's no promo code or anything. I guess just buy it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How do they know that people are hearing about it from us? I don't it know. It is really good. Though. I guess you can just like tweet them. But this yeah, is a triple shot. I mm. guess when the product is so inexpensive, they're like, you know, just just buy it. Just, just fucking buy it, you guys. Yeah, I guess it's like good. coffee products don't really need promotion because we're all so tired all the time. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. So we're going to read an email, a fucker email. If you guys want to uh, write us an email, it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Um, and just make sure that the subject line kind of explains what it is in a realistic manner so we know. Yeah, don't lie to us on the subject line. There's nothing more disappointing than me expecting you stuck a bird up your butthole. And also, said, and then yeah. you fucking didn't. And also, feel like you're saying it's like an emergency. Like, please have it real. Well, number one, call 911. If it's well, an emergency. Yeah, well, yeah. And number two, like, don't say things are emergencies when they're not. Because nine times out of ten, when I, it's like says SOS, it's like, it's like this boy didn't call me back. I, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I uh, cannot wait until you're an should, actual adult and your life gets so see, much See, that worse. should be our reality television show. We just go to the that girl's house. We just yeah. find her house yeah. somehow. I mean, well, she'll give it our address if she wants to. And then we just like, dude, there's more important things in life. Oh, my God, for sure. And then she's like, well, wait... Okay, bye. I don't know how to go to prom with SOS. All right. Go so with anyway. your friend. Mm, or just don't go. <laughs> or go and go in sweatpants. Oh, what a protest. <laughs> Cafe Monster. Uh, this <laughs> protest is sponsored by Cafe Monster. Uh, all right. So this one, uh, subject line is daughter's first period. And it's from a man named, um, can I say his name? I don't know. Terrence. Hmm. Hi, Terrence. Hi, Terrence. Uh, hello, ladies. I'm a fan of the two of you and would like to thank you for what you do. Women's confidence definitely is something that should be uplifted and portrayed throughout all areas of life. I'm a man that enjoys feminist views. <laughs> this just makes me laugh. Oh, it's, there's a but? He, no, he's nice. It's just it's just funny. Uh, I'm a man that enjoys feminist views, although I wouldn't say I always agree with you both, and that makes listening welcome. awesome. Well, I hope no one always agrees with us, and that would, they would share our brains. Um, I don't think anyone... Yeah, no. Okay. Now to the issue. My daughter has had her first period at the age of 10. I did all this research and started to rehash the information I learned from sex ed long ago in school. I knew this day would come, so I wanted to be prepared. Listening to you two has taught me to bring on the awkward conversation and face it head on. I'm 34. I've seen some shit growing up with a younger sister. I was ready. The morning routine goes according to plan and all of a sudden I hear a yell, mommy. I get up first and say, are you okay? I thought she fell or something. She wouldn't open the door. I said, that's fine. You must not be hurt. I go back to my room. My wife gets up to check on her. I then hear the bottom of the sink open. I say to myself, is this it? Is it go time? I get up to check on the both of them everything okay they say yes we will be out soon my heart sinks in my chest i have a feeling this is it my wife comes out and shuts the door she looks at me with tears in her eyes our daughter is becoming a little woman in her country accent so our daughter is our daughter's becoming a little woman uh i say okay it's nature she's supposed to uh she's supposed to 
babe. Oh, she's supposed to, babe. It's still in quotes, but it wasn't. Uh, I'm ready for this. Then they then leave the house and have a girl's day. My wife later informs me that she had the sex talk with her and explained boys' anatomy. My daughter's reaction to all of that information was gross, my wife said. I said, wait, you didn't tell me you were going to talk about that. I wanted to be a part of that. Again, I was prepared and always wanted to be the cool parent, always wanted to be there for her regardless of the situation. Am I wrong for being in my feelings about this? Should I have a solo talk with my daughter knowing it will embarrass her? Look, I didn't want my, I got my period while my dad owned a collectible toy store in Virginia. And I remember getting my period at the store Mm. and he was the only person there. And I was like, God damn it Mm -hmm. i knew i mean i knew he knew what it was but i did not want to tell him Mm -hmm. or i didn't want him to know and i certainly my dad has never given me a sex talk when i was younger and i personally and i love my dad so much maybe you and your daughter are closer than me and my dad were but uh man i wouldn't want that i would only want it for my mom to be honest i mean it's no offense it's just yeah but i understand his Mm -hmm. wanting to especially because if he feels like oh i can connect with my daughter about these things and i i feel like i have a grasp on how to talk to her that's got to feel really exciting but Mm -hmm. uh, not getting that opportunity is probably right now for the best i i because i was gonna say if you throw her one of those hey honey if you have any questions whatsoever, you know you can always come to me with mm-hmm. anything, anything. If you're in a situation, you feel uncomfortable, please know. And just knowing that I think is really nice. Yeah. I mean, nice thing for a dad to say. I totally agree. First of all, your daughter is super young. We were, it's funny because later on in this episode, we actually talk about getting periods young and 10 is like very, very young. I was 10. How old are you? Like 11 or 12. Oh. Like 10 is super young. So young. Um, And so she's just really, that's really young. It's And that's why she reacted the, the gross yeah. when the mo- her mom told her about the sex right. stuff. And but. like, honestly, like getting your, like a lot, some people are ex- excited to get their period. Normally that's people who get it later excited when you get your yep. period at 10 you're not fucking excited Ugh. you're not it's you traumatizing it sucks you have this whole you just you feel the burdenhood of 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 womanhood the burden of womanhood kind of like starts with at that 10. first drop of blood and it like and it gets much worse honestly yeah she's right so i understand and i i love how supportive you're being but you kind of mentioned it yourself like part of the reason you wanted to be part of it because you want to like be cool and know that you can like your daughter can talk to you the coolest way to be in the situation is but to not talk about it it's going to be uncomfortable for her and i know it's hard because like everyone's non-binary and like whatever genders whatever but it's yeah. like in this situation she's a girl your wife's a woman you're a man and it's fucking uncomfortable At to talk point. about periods yeah with, i never want to talk about periods with men unless it's my partner and it has to do with our sexual activity other yeah. than that you don't need to be involved just be like nice about it i think like the thing, the, the things that you need to be as, like as a father for a little girl are things like not giving her trouble when she wants to date people, not doing saying stupid things to her boyfriends that she brings home. Like uh-huh. I'm gonna oh, chase you with a gun in the back, shit like that. My fucking daddy not say that sh- not slut shaming her, not valuing her only for the way she looks, making sure to value her for her uh, ed- educational achievements um, and her talents, not just her looks. So giving her compliments like, oh, you're so smart, you're so brave, you're so courageous, instead of you're so pretty you're so beautiful you look like yeah. just like your mom like fucking creepy ass comments oh, that's like that creepy a lot, a lot of beautiful like your mother yeah just like Ew. fucking a lot of aesthetic creepy comments <laughs> this, that we don't need from yeah, men at this, all this guy sounds like he he's rid of the that yeah but you, but you never know and i think it's also like he's just someone who's like wants to be involved yeah and i think those are the ways that you can be involved and like 
I mean, you can you can talk to your wife about it, but I think it's like such a it was such an I'm sure it came up so naturally. Um, and your her. daughter was like having a rough day. They went out, and it just like naturally came up in conversation. And I think it's much better to have this sex talk come up naturally, even if only one parent is there, than to have like a weird, awkward uh, sit down where everyone yeah. feels uncomfortable. That sounds terrible. Just like mom and dad sitting down feels uncomfortable. It feels like you're going to tell them like you're getting divorced. Like yeah. it just, it's too much. And there are some things that women need to go over and some things that men need to go over. And obviously if like you're a single dad, then you have to do it, but then your relationship yeah. is different. Yeah. Um, and even in those situations, I know a lot of like single dads who have called in kind of like a female friend, an aunt, a big someone else to kind of go over that because yeah, you need to be the. It's so it's heartbreaking your, to get yeah. it that young as somebody who also got it when I was that young. It's like you really you still want to desperately cling to your childhood, and then it just oh, and the cramps and the oh yeah. Because I remember the day I got my period vividly. I was we were still mm-hmm. going to church at that time. I got home from church, and I just like I felt so sick. There was like blood everywhere. I just like felt oh. so terrible. And like obviously I knew what it was, and I just called my mom in. And like my dad, I'm sure my mom told my dad, um, and he was like very nice and like tried to be like very supportive and stuff but i was i just was like was your mom like you're a woman now because my mom said that and no, that i didn't like that that no. didn't help me my mom that made it worse no to be honest. i think my mom was bummed for me i remember oh. i remember her like talking to uh the pediatrician being like why did she get it so, so young early. and and he um explained that as health care um improves and the american diet improves that people unfortunately get their periods earlier because like our oh. bodies are more healthy oh see i thought it was because of preservatives or something no it's actually it's like because of improvements in uh, medicine yeah so it's like but he was like you know it's like we're making improvements but he he agreed that unfortunately and it's also like you know because then you have a pregnancy risk so much younger the fact that like a 10 year old could get knocked up is absolutely insane yeah you know and so it's just like a lot of responsibility and of course like you know as we know like you know the burden of like getting pregnant unfortunately always. always falls in the lap of the woman and then it's like to have that burden upon you when you're like fucking 10 just years to have old. That option it's just is creepy. It's just too much. It's just like you have this you have this woman's body and these women things happening to you and then you just feel like a little kid still Aww. and it's really weird. Aww. Like I'm sad for my, I get I'm getting I'm sad, sad for my I, old self. Me too. I'm going to cry. Let's <laughs> like, move on. It was a tra- it was like a traumatic day and yeah. like I did not get over it for quite some time. So, you know, just take Hang a little in there, breather. Dad. Yeah. You're doing good. Um. Okay. So personal stuff. What are we talking about? Well, yesterday, what I wanted to talk about is yesterday. Uh, Tommy and I went to uh, the Sex Expo in Brooklyn, and <gasps> friend invited me to that, and I was gonna go. But I- mm, you didn't miss anything. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, and we were really excited because I think. Well, Tommy is a sex educator, obviously, and then you know, for me. I think like I love sex but I'm not so much interested in like talking about it and like fucking like or going to like uh, little chats on it where like people tell me how to like make myself come better like I got it handled uh, and if I wanted to learn that I would definitely read a book not do it in person because I just do it like for me it takes the fun out of it having like a fucking group chat about it yeah. just not for me personally makes it a little less sexy yeah it's just I don't need I don't need to be taking notes on like or it's just it's just not my and it's for if it's for you it's awesome the place was fucking packed so obviously there is 
an area for that. Um, but I think Tommy and I kind of went um, hoping that it would be a little bit more focused on sex education, which I was super interested in about like, you know, like what are the new trends and talking about different topics? There's so many new things that are coming up, especially like, you know, uh, with being more inclusive like of like trans people and stuff like that in the sex industry. I was interested and I was hoping they would cover kind of things like that. Yeah. Um, it Not was so just a fucking free for all of like just dildos everywhere, vibrators. I mean, were there of, any demonstrations? Uh, uh, like what kind of demonstrations? So sometimes there's porn that takes place at sex ex- Well, yeah, expos. there was there was. And there I mean, was two cam girls like on mattresses camming in the middle of the thing, and oh I boy. gotta say, is that uncomfortable? It was the very. They didn't look happy about it. Oh. I wasn't happy they were there. Oh. It was very. It was you like had to be eighteen to enter this expo. Uh, I mean, I I assume so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm so far over that, that they didn't card me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so like you know, it's like you know, some of some brands I really like were there. Uh, Doc Johnson was there, who I love. <gasps> Uh, I got some Tanga stuff in my in my bag that was there, and uh, Unbound was there. Like there oh, were nice. some great, but then there was like you know like there's like the quality brands, and then there's just like the shitty, like just like yep. looks like they were packaged in like a guy in New Jersey's basement. Yeah, like just I do. Yeah, and there was like a, it, <laughs> and it was just a lot of people like. It's how many things can I buy to like stimulate my clit? And like I'm walking around thinking like your clit's gonna fall off, guys. Your clit's gonna fall off, and and there's although like, some people I imagine yeah. I don't know I don't know some uh, people could take a beating to each their own, obviously. <laughs> but I think I just for me it was it was such an overload. It was like the Times Square of sex, and it was such an overload of mechanical products. And I think a really important and interesting part about sex is connection and even stuff as like mm. I hate to say it, as stupid as like self-love self-love isn't stupid but the saying is fucking stupid and overused um but things like that that were just like kind of there's no emphasis on that no and it was just like a lot of women walking around in like scandalous clothes but it didn't feel clothing it didn't feel empowering it mm. was just when you're walking around weird. with your ass crack out and it's like bright lights crack. and like people are I mean it wasn't like full nudity and like uh. just people aren't and people are almost like ignoring you oh i don't know that's weird i just didn't and tommy had the same exact reaction obviously we're best friends so we have we you know experience the world in a lot of similar ways but um yeah but i mean obviously you know he's gay man um straight woman we've had different experiences in life um it was just a weird vibe yeah it just was not it just was it kind of took like the uh specialness out of sex and like it just made it feel like how far are we gonna go to keep what how many hours in the day do you have to stick things to I mean (laughs) and also another note I have is like you know I'm all for like I was actually there and I went with a really open mind and I was like going there and I was gonna buy some new I was like some new like sex toys because like we have get so much but like I really don't have anything that I'm ever given that interests me um, because I fucking hate things vibrating on my clit I think that's such an unpleasant feeling and so all these people had very uh, unique ways of like packaging them or like little gimmicks that they do like one was like astrology based but the actual product for everyone um, for these like small travel uh, like vibrators was the same fucking like little bullet vibrating kind of like oversized uh, medicine oh, pill you can't take thing. a bullet on a plane uh, 
Well, a bullet vibrator, you can. Oh, you can be not a ring. I'm <laughs> yeah, so but I mean, it doesn't that. look like a real bullet. But yeah. And so it was, I had one on a keychain once. It kind of did look, I mean, it wasn't like, like, it was for me, purple. Like, they're mostly shaped like, they don't have like the ridges of a bullet. It's just like yeah. a, a pill, a large pill shaped thing. And it's just like, there has to be other things, but that you could do than just like repackaging and giving me the same fucking, I have 50,000 yeah. of that well, same make, yeah. vibrator. Well, I'm saying, um, this is a, this is a review of this particular thing. Like okay. it didn't, I know other things exist and there was a couple things like a, a couple people who were very um uh well versed in in sex and i really felt like i talked to uh an older woman who had um she had kind of like a green i think it was a like green goddess it was called or something and she had some interesting products that i talked to her for a little bit uh, like they had like a lube warmer and something that keeps oh. like your crystal kind of like dildos and stuff warmed so you're not inserting something cold inside you which i could see that being super useful but overall it was just like I, I just think that especially doing a sex podcast and I see it a lot in like the people who um, like come to shows and things like that. Like, and when we're telling stories, like there, there's more to, <laughs> there's more to life than just like getting off. And yes, that's very I think true. it's important to like have a good time and to take time for yourself and like to have self pleasure and to connect with people and to try new things. But also like, at a certain point pick up a book uh that was my that's like my was my takeaway from yeah, there was it. a book convention next door and no one was there <laughs> no but there was pu- <laughs> there was a puppy petting area and that was my favorite part it had nothing to do with the sex convention it just happened to be in like the oh. same expo center um that's fun and yeah so I mean like I don't know I'm sure people who were there listen and like I would just love to see like more educational things like I think it should be like there's a healthy mix well also people I think too that both all all the genders can benefit from um, like Tommy's talk at Guys We Fest yeah. was so right. eye-opening and right. it was really helpful and yeah. and the mind-body connection with, with sex it's I know a lot of people and I mean I'm sure I've said this this shit has come out of my mouth too of like guys think from their dick when their heart but like Every person can benefit from having a better understanding of why they think the way they think. I remember my brother was uh, was watching Tommy's talk at Geyser Fest, and he was like taking a lot of what Tommy was saying and yeah. like implementing it into his real life. I'm mm-hmm. like, but that, but that's that's how you have good sex, even mm-hmm. if it's it doesn't have to be with somebody you're madly in love with. Oh, of but course just, not. Yeah, but I do think you're right. Like just focusing on the communication part of sex. Yeah, is I think the where to start. Yeah, I'd like to not see the like toys. Yeah, like more stuff about like consent. Yeah, I know because like because me, I'm just walking through. God, I'm like, guys, you're gonna fucking like, burn your clit off. Yeah, like how about you teach maybe teach men there about like sexy ways to come on to a woman, and then teaching women like just se- or teaching men and women like sexy pickup lines or something or creative ways to. I don't know. We could. There's just. I'm on the dating apps, and goddamn, we need to learn. There's a lot uh, us people need to learn. And well, yeah. uh, I mean, I think that would help make sex better. Yeah, because there was, a, and, then, and even like I was, I looked at the kind of list of like talks that they were having, and even like a stand-up comedy show. It was like later. I couldn't stay oh that long. Oh my god, that was like terrible. I can, I can only imagine. I Who also booked st- on it. I don't. It didn't say the names. Oh um, but yeah, it, it just seemed like more salacious. And I think like mm. you know, there, you can have a nice mix where you like you talk like you know there should be like definitely like talking of consent like there was only a couple things that was like educational like there was like a booth for like cervical cancer like kind of awareness things oh, like that cool. but again like those things when when they're put next to dildos like no one's at those booths so uh, i think so it can't have that conversation i think it's a mix of like educational um sex things needing to be more entertaining unfortunately like i think you need to take into account like especially when your market is american that, that there's like we like flashiness we have short attention spans and so it's like our what, like it's like that 
that's not great but don't wouldn't you rather have people have the information so yeah. like schoolhouse rocket a little bit or what yeah and what ways give us more information like give us different ways to be present during sex because i think that's one thing that a lot of fucking people are missing yeah. myself included if like i mean when you're in a relationship it's a lot easier to be present during sex but man when you're just having casual sex i think a lot of people are missing out on that part of it well i think yeah i think i think if i got like boiled down to one sentence my my like complaint was there's no there was no focus on human connection which mm. to me is the core of sex yeah even if it's a one night stand you're still you still met someone who you connected with deeply for that night yeah and so that was just completely not present Ooh, that's hot. it's hot the, when you put it that way yeah it was completely not present at that thing and it just felt it just didn't feel it felt cheap it just it yeah. was whatever and we just left and we're like let's go eat tacos drink margaritas <laughs> and then we went to see a horror movie um, oh that's fun so that's, that's that and i mean me, if you there's other more you know in d- different kinds of sex fears i'm sure there's other ones out there that are better you know let us know i will say um the pleasure chest has really great classes i took one of tristan jeremino's <laughs> classes mm-hmm. and she gave me this tip of buying high heels uh, i don't really usually wear high heels right but a pair that you just wear in the bedroom oh yeah yeah and yeah. i i mean i'm alone right now but i've been kind of walking around in, uh in my apartment with them just by myself for masturbating purposes and it's very fun yeah so there's a tip i think that's good because I, I liked the idea of an expo because i was like oh this is great i don't have to actually like sit down i don't have to like answer questions i don't feel i don't feel so on the spot and especially yeah. at events like that i feel extra like looked at because people are recognizing me a lot at oh, like yeah. sex industry stuff and so it's like I would like to still further my education, but in a way that's I don't feel so kind of like vulnerable and like looked at and like I don't want to yeah. be like it's kind of like my space where I just want to go around and like do research for myself and just be like a non like just like don't like a ghost like in there. Um, okay, and then so the second thing tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday! I'm turning thirty three, and uh, a lot of people always are like, "What do you want for your birthday?" I have everything I need as far as. Uh, my, possessions in the world so please save your money the only thing i ask is if you are looking if you want to celebrate my birthday with me um you know my favorite organization is new alternatives for lgbtq at risk urban youth um and they're a wonderful organization just the guys we fucked listeners alone between guys we fest and like just like talking about them for so many years on the podcast um new alternatives has grown so much like we as a podcast community the guys we fuck podcast community have personally like made such an impact as a group and have helped new alternatives um just even getting the word out there even like sharing information tweeting about them like it's really helped so much and grant has expressed that to me many times and that's like what more can you ask for than just like putting a little good back into the world um so if you want to donate you can just head over to newalternativesnyc.org. There's a PayPal button right in the upper right-hand corner. They just redid their website. Again, they have like more money now because of everything that's going on um, with like just more people talking, more people donating it. It's so great. The clients are getting, they can take on more clients. They can go on more trips. They can go get more education. They can hire counselors for longer periods of time. They can get more STI testing to the clients. Like just, they cook meals. It's just like so much good. They do good. a lot of good work. We've seen it firsthand. Yeah, and so you can make a one-time no- donation um, of like five, ten, twenty dollars. Obviously, more if you have more. But you know, I know just like if everyone gave a little, it would make a big difference. And then you can also do something which is set up a monthly donation, and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Like you can set up a monthly donation of five dollars. You can go without Starbucks for you know one day every week. Um, but you can't. No, or you can, every month you can, even. You and because uh, I like to just set up monthly donations for a couple organizations that I really like, and I have it taken out like the ACLU, etc. And then other ones I just kind of give. Um, but if you want to do that, I. Would 
would greatly appreciate it and just say you know guys we fucked uh sent me and uh that would be cool i'll also put the link up in like my instagram which is at philanthropy at philanthropy gal on my Twitter, everything like that. I thank you guys so much. And it's exciting, especially uh, this year, because on October 23rd, uh, New Alternatives is going to be celebrating um, their 10-year anniversary, I believe. And uh, so that's going to be in Tribeca at Espaso. And I believe there's uh, information on the website if you wanted to go to that event as well, because like all these things are just putting more money back into New Alternatives. So thank you guys in advance. I appreciate it. Yay. If you have, yeah, I believe if you, if you're making enough money that you can afford the things that you need for life, the the quality of life that you want for yourself and you have extra money, don't be a dick. Donate, donate it. Donate some. Well, also, if you, if you have, if you are, if you are hashtag blessed to be in a financial state where you can donate money, donate money and also if you, even if you don't want to do it because to like, to feel good or to make improvements in the world like you're just gonna get a tax write-off anyway oh yeah that's true. and you need to get tax write-offs if you're making that much money so true so for that reason alone you could do it <laughs> they could they, they, uh you can get tax write-offs for any of your donations okay how are yeah, you yeah i'm good I'm lonely, but okay. That's what that's what I, I wrote down. I, on the I was intro like, sheet. I read, I did, I did read that on the intro sheet. <laughs> yeah, I'm finally getting used to like being by myself. I think, and I'm not like crying as much, which is really exciting. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm also not like dating anybody, or mm-hmm. I keep forgetting. Like, I'll go on the dating apps. I'll go on Raya for like a day, and then I'll be like, oh, I want to hang out this week, and then I just won't go on it for like two weeks because I'll forget. Oh I, yeah, I truly don't. It's because I don't. It's not interesting. At the end of the day, it's because I don't give enough of a fuck. Yeah, it's just not. Even yeah. though there are some cute, there are some really cute guys yeah. on the app, but I'm sure. I feel like, but um, no, I've been good. I bought a weighted blanket. That's so funny because I literally almost bought one for you for Christmas. I'm glad you didn't. <gasps> I thought you would make fun of me. Oh no, I would have been like, oh, please let it mimic like someone's holding yeah, me. Yeah, I was like holding it well, in Brookstone. So yeah, uh, one of the the day that. Um, the all those there's there was a day this past week that you know there's some news things in the news uh I, every morning before i wake up uh I get out of bed i i read the news i just mm-hmm. i go on all my news apps and flipboard and shit and then i saw some articles that you know we were in it it wasn't good and uh and i was very sad and upset and then um and then i i got up out of my bed that morning tuesday mm-hmm. morning and stepped into a puddle of water. Mm-hmm. My apartment was flooding, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And, but that that like when when bad things happen, like just boom, 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 like that. It's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like it usually is always very funny to me because I'm like, "All right, this is like this is a joke." Um, and I I remember like oh, I just want like Stephen to come and hold me. Like I just really really need to be held. And then I had therapy that day. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, and she was like. You can be the person who holds yourself. I'm like, what? What kind of accent does she have? She's like Russian or something. Oh. I don't know. It's she's amazing. She's uh-huh. so soothing. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I love this woman so much. But um, and I was like, you're right, Doc. And I got a weighted blanket, so that holds me instead of no one. And uh, but I did this thing where if you put a weighted blanket on your thighs, mm-hmm. like in between your knees and your crotch. It feels like someone's on top of you trying to go down on you. I was like, did you turn this into a sex thing? Of Hell course you yeah, did. yeah, you girl did. You're like the Columbo of sex. 
<laughs> you could turn anything in a home into a sexual object. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. That's actually a great. That's a great character. I think I would like you to <laughs> develop that character and present it to us next well, week. Well, I got a body pillow. Okay, you got it. And she'll have a lisp like this, but she'll be of consenting age. Um, I, oh my god! Between the weighted blanket and the body pillow, mm-hmm. yo, it's mm-hmm. like there's a man in my bed. Yeah, I mean, I even when it, I always like need a lot of weight on me to fall asleep, so I always like seventy five blankets. Even no matter how high, I just turn the air up is high yeah. enough so that I can have the blankets on me. Dude, weighted blankets are the shit. Mm-hmm. I really like them. They help with my anxiety. They help me go to sleep. But uh, man, when you put them over your thighs while you're putting a vibrator up to your clit. Feels like there's a person there. Doesn't your see? I can, I have to kick the blankets off a lot when I'm masturbating because it gets too hot down there. There no because well I only have it over my thighs so like it can air out. Oh. But there's something about I don't know why. And a couple women have written us about getting orgasms at the gym when they're doing like core work. There's something about mm. if I'm lying down but I'm trying to lift both of my legs yeah. an inch off the bed while yeah. I'm masturbating. Oh, mm-hmm. I almost squirt. It's crazy. It's weird. Huh. Like, what the fuck? I wish you know. I wish we had enough you know more information about how our own fucking bodies work so I could you know really master this. But you know. I'm just going off instincts for now. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah, there is something really nice about having like a long, like slow day at home, especially for like when we're always like running around in New York so much, like to just like take an hour to get out of bed then like take an hour long, like sit in front of the couch, like in front of the TV on the couch, watching like eating cereal. Yeah. Walk around in your underwear for like just take a really long time to do everything. Like like one of my favorite things is like when I used to go out a lot uh, before I was a comic, uh, was like the process of getting ready on like a Friday night and like putting on music and like having a cocktail by yourself yes. and like putting on makeup and just sacred. taking a fucking long ass time to do something that is you a just sacred never process. have time like that was more fun than going out for the most part honestly you're right yeah because you're like so fun. I gotta meet and then you come home looking busted but you're like you just well wow, that like, getting ready part was real fun I wish I'd go back so to that it's so fun <laughs> and it's like such it's a fun experience to have alone yeah you're right so Get out there, kids. Uh, all right. Our guest. I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited that we finally got to interview this amazing woman. Yeah, I, a long-time listener. Yeah, I know. And I remember I found her on Instagram and fell in love with her because she was one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in a photo. And um, and she's a model. And I got really excited because one day, months ago, I noticed that she would, or it was more than that. Because I remember Steven noticed it too because Steven and I both followed her. And uh she like started liking my photos and I was like oh my god what <laughs> and it was I was so honored and so we we finally got to after hanging out with her in the box at the box in New York City we got to uh, interview her um, she is from Australia she is a model she created the hashtag drop the plus uh, with the goal of ending the use uh, the use of the term plus size in modeling ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show Stefania Ferrario yo <laughs> Do you want to do, do, do it again? again? <laughs> Ferrario. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Stefania Ferrario. I got your postcard from St. Louis. It was nice of you to send. I love the way you signed it. Dear old friend, hope you're thinking of me fondly when you make it to L.A. Travels, my composure unravels Staring at that postal code I'm here and you're gone And I believe that's for the better And I'm content to be a 
are here with Stefania. Hello. I'm so excited to interview you. We are interviewing her the same day that the UN General Assembly is happening, which is near my house. So if you hear sirens, it's probably a couple presidents or something. It's our country at work, baby. Yay, tax dollars. Mm -hmm. So excited to talk to you. I'm really excited to be here. We had the first time I ever met you in person was the night that Corinne and I were like, we're going to go to the box Mm -hmm. and get a table and I want to, Corinne had a person that she brought. I'm like, I want to bring someone. And then I was like, I want to bring like a fun, I don't know, someone fun and hot. And then I was like, oh my God, Stefania's in town. And then you messaged me back and I was so happy. It was perfect timing. It was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were so, your group of friends was so fun. Everyone Aww. was really cool. And we saw a guy pick or a, a person. Oh I'm not God. sure what the gender identity is because this person had a uh, uh, penis and breasts. So I'm not sure what the identity preferred choice was, but part of the LGBTQ community. This person picked up a bottle of whiskey with their asshole and boy, oh boy, Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. And then proceeded to pull it out from their asshole and empty the contents of the bottle on the people in the front row. On the first couple rows. I'm Mm -hmm. like, glad we got a table (laughs) towards the back. That was a smart move. I didn't know know it was gonna happen. The box is one of the few things that has been talked up that lived uh, up to its, uh, my expectations, which is almost impossible to do. I didn't even know places did that. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. welcome to America, baby. Well, yeah. yeah. I didn't think America especially. It yeah. blew my mind. It's fantastic that yeah. we can see that. Can you see that in Australia? <laughs> I've never seen that in Australia. I mean, oh. maybe at home. But yeah. like, <laughs> oh, that's true. Not like a show Not show. Not in a public venue, no. Yeah. yeah. So you were tell- telling us before we started recording that sex work is legal in Australia. Yes, prostitution is legal. Um, there are brothels around the country and they're all regulated. You know, the coppers come in, check up on them. Coppers? Yeah, coppers. Oh, that's why you said coppers in the... What do you guys call them? Cops. Cops. Yeah. Yeah. Coppers is funner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's all regulated, which is, I think, the correct way to do it because it's going to happen regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why push it underground? Because, you know, then you get crims running it. Stuff goes unreported. Yeah, and the, the sex women workers, get mistreated. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you can't regulate anything. When you don't regulate, uh, there's pros and cons to regulating, at least in the United States, because mm. sometimes when the government gets involved, they kind of fuck it up. Have but, you ever um, been to an actual brothel? I have. I actually used to work as a stripper. Uh-huh. Oh, and cool. there was a brothel down the road. And I met the madam of that particular brothel in the strip club. And she's like, come check it out. Because I was interested. I was asking her questions. Mm -hmm. So I went there. I was 18 at the time. I went to check it out. And she showed me the ropes. She introduced me to the girls. I got to see her working there for the night. And it was just so liberating to watch. And I even stood behind the reception with her. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. You got like a firsthand view. I did. And mm-hmm. were the clientele that came in, Were you? Was it, did anything surprise it you? It was a whole mix of different people. And the oh, girls cool. were telling me, you know, you get really hot guys coming in. And <gasps> just, wow. yeah, you just don't know what to expect. And the girls go into... Oh no, so the guy, when he comes in, he goes and sits in a room and then the girls go in one by one, introduce themselves and then he picks a girl and they go off. Wow. Oh, that's so much better because on Bunny Ranch, they stand in a line oh. and they're picked like it's like you're picking yeah. players for like a school basketball team and that mm-hmm. always felt very degrading to me. Yeah, for sure. So like a personal introduction seems a lot nice. It's like speed dating almost. Yeah, or going to modeling castings. You yeah. Know, or you oh, yeah. You stand there in a row. A look yeah. And then try and... Yeah. <laughs> 
You want to go in one by one and have that personal contact. Yes, some dignity yeah. within that choice. And wow. also like one-on-one, you can feel like the the vibes better because like looking at someone, like I might pick one person and then like feeling someone's energy, I would not, normally not pick the same person yeah. that I would go by like photo for. That's true. That's the problem with like Tinder and stuff because it's just like, eh, that doesn't really. I made you up in my head to be way better than you actually are in person. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what that, oh my God, I'm always like creating like stories on dating apps. Like, oh my God, you're my savior. Do they have... <laughs> Um, male sex workers for women in Australia? Yes, I believe so. I can't say, unfortunately, I've ever booked one. Oh, but you, you know should. What? It's fun. I will next time you and should. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, so they do have them. So have you yeah. seen a male brothel? Uh, I, I don't know about male brothels as such. I think it's more they work individually, but oh, I just okay. don't know much about Maybe that. Maybe they got like agents or something. Yeah. Male strippers are a big thing, but I guess they are here as well, right? You got male oh, strippers. Oh, because yeah. wait, isn't there that thing in like Vegas, like Thunder the, from Down Under? Thunder from Down Under, and oh. everyone's Australian. Yeah, it's or it's an Australian based Seemed. or created thing. Yeah. And obviously, that's why it's called Down Under. But wait, yeah, I feel like though that may, leads me to believe that male strippers are more popular in Australia than they are here. I don't because well, I personally don't. I've never been to a male strip club. Yeah, male strippers mm-hmm. aren't more like a in Vegas or like Atlantic City, like casinoy places, but or for, for private rep parties, but like. Yeah. It's not like I've never heard of anyone I know going to like a male strip club other than just, in like a vacation spot. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'd enjoy it. Have you been to a male strip club? I haven't been to a male strip club, but I used to date a male stripper. <gasps> what was <laughs> that like? <laughs> tell us everything. He, um, he didn't tell me to begin with. Like he was almost ashamed of it. Oh. And then when he told me, I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like right. good on you. He used to do it more for bachelorettes or private events, mm-hmm. but he would do it every weekend and... You know, it was a good income as well. Yeah. He was also a tradie, so he did, I don't know, that what, manly like tr- stuff. That oh, trading. <laughs> What's a trade? It's like, <laughs> we you know when they words. wear the vests, the fluoro vests, and they work in like the street or... Like construction? Yeah, that oh. kind of stuff. Uh, he, I, I don't know. I was what like, the, like a stockbroker? Okay, like trade trading. Worker, okay, yeah. I got uh, right. Oh, trade work. I got mm-hmm. what you're saying. Okay, perfect. And then on the weekends, he'd be in a G-string. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a life. <laughs> I know. That sounds fun. <laughs> so how was your upbringing? What kind of, what was your childhood like? Anything? Um, so I grew up in, I guess, a pretty conservative family, but not... They're pretty open-minded as well. Both parents are academics. Mum's an astrophysicist. Whoa. She's got a doctor in astrophysics. Wow. Dad does scientific illustration. Wow. So, yeah, I grew up around a lot of science and mm-hmm. astronomy, maths as well, because mum lectures in maths. And then uh, I was due to go into university and everything, and I was like, fuck it, I'm moving to Melbourne. I'm going to become a stripper and pursue modeling. And your parents <laughs> were like, yay, <laughs> Stefania. <laughs> All right. My poor mother. You know what? It's normally the dad, but my mom's like the more conservative one. She's Italian, and she was like, why can't you go to university like everybody else? Oh, she's like Italian, <laughs> Italian. She's Italian, Italian. Oh, okay. So you're like first-gen Australian, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I, I guess there's also something, like when you're, I'm sure, like a female astrophysicist, you're seeing a lot of like women being like treated unequally in the workplace. 100%. And I'm sure she was like, my baby's going to go and like help. Use her brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. women are more than just their bodies. But also, it's fun. I mean, you're so hot. I mean, how can you, you know. I was going to say, I was like, they shouldn't have made such a hot kid. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean Cause you know when you It's fucked up But it's like This is like When you see someone Really hot You're like well I mean yeah I get it Yeah, Show, show that to the world Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's funny Cause you know? my mom Like She's such a babe And she um she, There's a, a few pictures Of her from when she was younger Like she A friend of hers Took a bunch of photos mm-hmm. 
Um, but she was never really interested in that. Yeah. She was always, she always knew that she wanted to pursue astrophysics. Damn. Well, that's like, amazing. Like, an academic. Yeah. Um, and she did. She wit- She's witnessed a lot and experienced personally a lot of the uh, inequality in the workplace. Right. Because it's very much a male sort of dominated world. Do you have any examples of stories that she's told you? Um, not in particular. Okay. Th- and she, she's, she's quite... She's faced it. Yeah, she's quite reserved when it comes to discussing that kind of stuff, but I know. Yeah. Because you don't want to complain, but I'm sure it's down. like also like she will like solve like a math equation or something and then like the like double... Ch- a doodle like double checker work. Like just little mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. Microaggressions as we call them. Well, because men... Yeah, yeah it, a, lot, a lot of times... Not, not all men, but like, you know, <laughs> when when a female is in a male-dominated field, I feel like some dude... There's a chunk of men that are like... Mm. Is she really? Why is she doing this? And then, it, but then, when a woman is beautiful for a living, they're like, okay, I don't." And then no one questions it. It's like, <laughs> "All right, well, that's a little backwards." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mum actually knew in Italy um, another woman that was doing astrophysics that was also a Playboy model. What? Yeah. I need. Damn. I, you know, I wish I remembered the name and stuff. Oh my but mom god. Mum was like. You know, she's like, you can do both. You know, you can pursue both. You totally both. can. Yeah. You, there's this documentary about Hedy Lamarr, which is a famous actress. Oh, and she babe. was one of the most beautiful women yeah. in the whole fucking world. And she was the lead in all these movies. But she uh, ended up inventing the technology that we use on our cell phones today for Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And she developed sonar detection for bombs. Um, because she had this this logic that no one else had with years of training. And she just kind of approached problems in a new way. But the documentary was just so tragic because she she fucking no one would um, uh, take her patent seriously for the yeah. Wi-Fi technology. And they wound up stealing it anyway and using it and not paying her. <sighs> and know. it's just people only valued her for her look. So I can't like that. I can't imagine the frustration that must come with that. Mm. That's crazy. So how long did it take your mom to come around to your you know? Yeah, well, Choices. she's um she's very much supportive now. Like okay, I good. think she's seen over the years just how passionate I am about pursuing this. Yeah, and actually, before I came to America, she wanted to show her support, and she pulled out a little wad of American dollars to give me for Aww. my trip. And to me, that was it was so meaningful because yeah. I was like, yeah. "This is my mom showing her support with what I'm doing and my move to New York." Yeah, um, it actually brought tears to my eyes when she did that. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. She's still a bit ambivalent about the uh, more, shall we say, nude pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, she doesn't understand why I feel the need to do that. But why? Uh, why do you? I I feel like I know the answer to that, but why? Why do I feel the need to put Why on do you clothes like it? and take what pictures? What do you love about you know? it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what do you like? What do you love about about guess, what you do? I guess it's just the freedom. But you know, in when I'm at home as well, no one's around. I walk around butt naked. Like yeah, it's me just too. Such a com- yeah, right. Yeah, I would. So I would put more nudes up, but no one's interested. So. <laughs> That's really the reason why I'm well, keeping those to myself. I would be interested. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I feel that feel oh, better. If you like flaps. <laughs> yes. Oh. Stefania was telling us. I was waiting how long it was going to take. Yeah, I was like, I'll just keep that. Well, I mean, the listeners know I talk about it all the time. It's like, I always say like, uh, meaty vaginas would be my platform if I was running for Miss America, which is another thing that I would not be allowed to do for just a lot of reasons. I think yeah. you should totally do that. Well, actually. I mean, I'm too old. I'd fuck about uh, oh, says who? It would take about, I would say 30 seconds of googling for me to be disqualified that's probably accurate all right yeah well you know no great journey has no obstacles i don't know so so do, do you 
I don't know. I guess nudity for me feels so scary. Now mm. I'm getting more used to it. But uh, we, should, we should be sitting here naked. What are we doing? You're you right. know what? That's it. Oh, man. People are act already mad that we don't YouTube this. And then they would get extra mad. <laughs> I'll get naked. I don't care. They would be so mad. Um, but then I started sending nudes to a guy that I was fucking. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is really fun and they were like arty nudes really you know like with a little like like Ooh. a little i don't know they were fun they so were good you would edit them and i, I, I would put a filter like a black and, and white yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean a little film mm -hmm. noir but then i was like man if these got leaked i wouldn't get mad but then i don't want to leak them because then i don't know i'm a comic i feel like people are like what are you doing well you can't leak your own yeah yeah i, would just I mean lots of people them. have but yeah, yeah. were you shame. scared the first time you ever posed nude um no oh, I man, can't I even remember The wow. first time I did it That's I was like, how you like Not around a big what deal age it you was were? I gotta get I reckon 18 Okay Probably I started doing Some implied kind of stuff When I was 17 mm -hmm. But I think yeah Is when that I was the age 18, In Australia you can't Yeah be everything's legal At 18 eight. Oh even Drinking, alcohol Drinking Smoking uh, That's <laughs> nice Yeah Wow okay So you were never Have you had a bad experience With dudes with In terms of the industry you know, I was just thinking about this before coming here because I was thinking, you know, you guys talk a lot about that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in terms of modeling, I can't think of anything. I haven't great. had any in the real world <laughs> outside of modeling. I did have one particularly bad experience, but not within the industry. Oh, do you, do you mind talking about that? Yeah, I um. So I was 18. I had just broken up with a boyfriend of two years and there was this guy my friend had introduced me to. I was only interested as a friend with him. Um, he knew that. She knew that. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, he's such a sweet guy. You know, you should hang out with him if you ever need to. And my parents were away for the weekend. And I can get quite lonely at home alone. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll invite him over. Like, we'd been chatting and everything. And I told him, just come over as a mate. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Um, Does a mate mean friend? Yeah, oh, like okay. a friend, not okay. mating. So platonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, my mates, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Keep so your he, pants. he came over and um, he proceeded to force himself upon me really quickly. Oh. And he was like, no, you want it, you want it. Oh, my God. And, oh, but I he was don't. So, he's, he smelled so fucking disgusting. Ew. And like... You know, I just didn't know what to do because I'd never encountered anything like that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What um, did you do? How? I mean, how? Well, that's just shock. I would imagine would yeah. be the first thing that would flow through me. Well, I kind of, I don't know. I went into like almost a bit of a trance, I guess. A mm -hmm. bit like you yeah. go into a Absolutely. state of just almost ignoring what's happening. Like numbness. Because you, yeah, numbness. Because yeah. you don't want to face what's happening. Um, but yeah, there was nothing... I don't know. I'm. I always am the kind of person that likes to please everyone, likes to make everyone feel comfortable. And I was so young, and I just feel like I was really coerced and manipulated into yeah. what had happened, even though he knew from the beginning that I didn't want that. And mm -hmm. he kept she telling no me regard. what I wanted. He's uh, like, "No, you want it." It was Jesus. just gross. It was gross. But I feel like I've moved on and I've learned a lot from it. And I yeah. know, I guess, to pick up the signs. Mm -hmm. And I'd never. I hope, knock on wood, manage to get myself in a situation like that again. Yeah. Yeah, I think young women, uh, I mean, certainly myself as a young woman, I, I sticking up for myself wasn't even in the cards almost. Like, mm. it wasn't even in the cards until my mid-20s. So I feel like when that kind of situation happens, especially when you're a people pleaser, yeah, you just become like, wait, no way, this isn't happening. But I said mm. I said I didn't want this. What the fuck? And it's just yeah. confusing and you kind of go 
limp for a second. It is. Second. so confusing. And no one, I hate that people still don't understand that, that did that you, could be in a reaction. And did you speak, did you, what, what afterwards, did you ever talk to this person oh, again or did your friend he, group know? Um, he became very manipulative afterwards as uh, well. Okay. And He's a real piece he, of shit. Um, yeah, you know, he, he made me hang out with him and it, and in, like was threatening me that if I didn't, mm-hmm. he would go telling my ex and my friends what we had done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, oh, I just wish I could talk to myself, my little eighteen-year-old self, yeah, of and be like, "Fuck him off!" Yeah, like he's yeah. just, you know. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while, but I finally just blocked his number, cut all contact, um, spoke to my family about what had happened. I even called oh, up okay. my ex and told him, like, I just. Um, I took my power back. Good. And, you know, there's that fear that when you do that, when you block someone that they, you're scared that, you know, they might come after you or they might do something vindictive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When really they're just little pussies. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to do anything. It's all talk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just realize that it's all a front yeah well, also everything he was crafting was like stuff to make you feel like you did something wrong when you didn't mm-hmm. do anything wrong yeah uh and i mean like anyone that like loves and understands you in your life i mean i, I imagine like what was your ex's reaction when you oh he was so angry like he, right. he believed me straight away of like, course yeah th- that's what i would assume anyone who yeah. like has a true love for you would react like yeah okay yeah 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 what an asshole and i found out as well he's done it to multiple women ah. did you tell like that friend um, that recommended you hang out with yeah them? and then i found find out mm. that he had done something similar to her as oh. well oh wow he really got to her then yeah. and did she really just not like understand her. what happened at the time i or? reckon she was in a bit of a protective mode and almost like palming him off to me like oh. putting his attention to me oh, oh fuck okay um but she was, you know, she was young at the time. I think she was yeah. like 16. Damn. Like, I don't blame her for it. No, like, yeah, what yeah. do you do at that age? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, like, yeah. I did harbor a lot of anger towards her for a while. I was like, right. how could she do that? But I was like, no, we're both young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get Shit past happens. this all on your own? Did you speak to a therapist? Mm, did you? Yeah, I think I sort of moved on mostly on my own. I've spoken about it. This is probably the first time I've publicly spoken about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my friends and my family... And they were supportive. Yeah, That's you know, great. just having someone listen and then seeing, even though it's really hard, but seeing the positives in that and knowing that you can learn from even the shittest of situations yeah. for future, for the yeah, future. Yeah, and I imagine before you told anybody, you probably felt like very alone because oh, no one else yeah. knew and he was he was making it out to believe to make you try and make you think that it didn't even happen. I mean, Jesus yeah, Christ. Of course. Like I was battling. I was, I woke up in the middle of the night shaking and like rocking and crying. And I was like, I have this horrible secret. Like I need to let it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my dad came and found me in the front room, like having a bit of a panic attack. And I just told my dad everything. And then it was like something just lifted up. Mm-hmm. Over wow. me. So, you know, if you, if you've got family you can trust or close friends, you can trust that, I would, that's when I would bring it up just so you're not carrying it around on your own. Yeah. Someone can help you. And put it into it. perspective. Yeah. And I think this is such a great example of like what, you know, there's a, you know, the phrase that's a very like popular in feminist culture and like uh, just America right now, like mm. believe women. So I think, and I think a lot of people misinterpret believe women as never question anything a woman says. But what I think it means, and this is kind of depicted it really well in this situation is like, it is so hard to talk about things like this. Mm. Um, so when someone tells you something like this, like the first step is just kind of listen and, uh, and give them the credit 
that they deserve for not only having the courage to talk about it but like that there's this is hard and like no one would like make this up for fun yeah. like no one's having a panic attack in the middle of the night and because like they're lying rocking their living room mm-hmm. for like attention like it's just not <laughs> yes. it doesn't really happen yeah i've never heard of that happening yeah did your parents give you a sex talk um, right, or, or did your school i'm curious like this, yeah the school the school was really the we had good sex ed at school what did the, what was covered oh i wonder how I it's guess different everything i remember in one class one of the sex ed classes the teacher was like okay so i know there's a lot of questions you probably all want answered mm-hmm. and that you might be embarrassed to ask them in front of the class so i'm going to give you all a piece of paper to write down what you want to ask and you knew it was about sex yeah stuff? Okay. yeah so um it was just fucking funny because the kids like yeah half of them took it seriously and then the other half were like i know what 69 is but i'm gonna make the teacher explain it anyway and like <laughs> that's how my <laughs> school was yeah, it's, kind of yeah it's great <laughs> but like you know you need those kids for the entertainment value yeah, would the course. teacher answer the questions in front of everybody yes he would, oh that's all the fun. little bits of paper would get put into a hat he'd take it to the front of the class and then proceed to pull one out at a time read out the question and then answer it in front of the class oh my god this- best class ever <laughs> Yeah. Did he so say you know, what 69 was? Yeah, he did. He what explained he it. He explained how That's old were you? for him. Um I reckon I was 13. Wow. Yeah. I didn't wow. know what 69 was when I was 13. I didn't know what 69 was when I was 18. And I wish I still didn't know. <laughs> Same. Um Damn. so wait, so you had a male sex ed teacher and then it was a it was a co-ed classroom? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. See, I think that's smart. Well, the only the period stuff I could learn separately. Yeah, it was weird. They, they w- separate us in America. They yeah, oh, and a, they separate you by gender. It's more just because like men are so fucking immature. Like boys are so immature, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and also the way sex ed is in America, it's like just a lot of bad news for women. Like, and I feel like yeah. we just need like maybe process that in a room alone. <laughs> and then also <laughs> like they true. just like hand out these really thick like pads to everyone, and then we're just like sitting there, and then you just have this like Ziploc bag full of like huge pads. They didn't give me pads. And I'm just like standing there like, well, am I going to bring this to lunch? Or like, I don't have like a, I don't have a knapsack with me right now. Like, what am I doing with this? It's just very weird. Does your school sex ed teach you about periods and stuff? Uh, You know, I can't remember. Oh, no. You know what? They, they did. And we, I remember us having a, it was a multiple choice, like a little quiz in class. Mm -hmm. Oh, to see what you knew. Yeah. To see what we knew. And one of the questions was menopause. Is it a male or a female thing? And a lot, they would have a lot of words in regards to period sex, like all that kind of stuff. And then you had to circle whether it was related to men or women. And I looked at the word menopause and I was like, hmm, <laughs> what does that mean? And I was like, well, it has the word men in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it must be related to men. And I just would like think. circled that answer. You would think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's not. What a bummer. No, all the yeah. bad shit happens to us. I was <laughs> yeah. like, no, yeah, I was like, it's bad. So it has the word men in it and it's related to women. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got that. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Mm. So your parents never really had to say anything to you because you really learned yeah, everything. Not much. I remember asking them one question in relation to sex. And they both got a little bit funny and didn't kind of answer it. What was the question? Um, I think I was about eight or nine and I, I, I kind of understood how sex worked. Like I knew that the guy put his willy somewhere into the his woman. His willy? <laughs> That's a, just adorable. Um, and I was like, well. Somewhere in the woman. Yes. Yeah, somewhere. I didn't know what hole There's was. lots of places. <laughs> so many. I mean, sometimes it's still confusing when you're in the, in the heat of it. When you're an adult yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, what happens if he pees? Like, guy, I knew that guys peed out of there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if it goes in the woman, what if he pees? 
And so I asked my parents, like, what happens if he needs to pee? Does that's he a pee solid question. Yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's and a I just remember question. my dad being like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Really, he didn't know yet exactly how to answer it. And it made me feel like I had asked something wrong. Like uh-huh, it, yeah. I was, it wasn't right to ask about it or I had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that my parents, very you know, early sign that, that, that's so interesting how that mm-hmm. reaction can really yeah, set the it's tone like sex for a kid. should just be it shouldn't be so fucking taboo yeah because then we wouldn't have so many goddamn hang-ups about it I like know. it should just be a table to- topic conversation yeah mm-hmm. in in australia is it handled is it handled as a, a taboo subject or people i mean i imagine oh, if sex work is legal i would think that in the population genuinely would be very comfortable talking about it yeah well to an extent but i guess there are certain aspects that are still quite taboo and i was surprised in america like going to the box and um, also nudity and modeling seems to be pretty much okay compared to in Australia in the UK. There's no nudity and modeling in there? Well, there is, but it's quite, it's really edgy. It's like too much for a lot of clients. Whereas I feel in America, Mm -hmm. it's seen as being quite fashion. It's quite acceptable. Mm. So there's things in America that um, aren't so taboo and are acceptable that aren't in Australia and vice versa. Yeah. So it, yeah, in Australia it's conservative to s- in some areas, but not all. Right. Okay. Yeah, because our yeah. Ad, the ads and the billboards like in Times Square with models on they're very sexually aggressive a lot of the time. Like yeah. they just like it looks like they're fucking in the ad. Right. And it like, makes Whoa. sense because when you think about it, like historically, like I don't know a ton about uh, Australia because I'm, a, you know, a dumb American, but I, uh, you know, when you're doing like London versus like New York City, like British culture is just so much older. They still are like, by have a queen, you know, mm-hmm. and American <laughs> culture is really new. So we have a lot of like newer and maybe I don't want to say trash your ideas, but just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, we're just like American culture is a very like beer drinking, big tits kind of culture. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's just how we are. And we've kind of always been that and way. And then the UK scene is a bit prudish is the word. Yeah. You describe yeah. The UK. yeah. yeah. Well, we Absolutely. It's so funny. We did the experience tour show in the UK and the audience with every time they were very shy, but then once you opened them up and they had a drink in them, oh man, just fucking letting it out. It was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. That's true. Yeah. It's so funny to, to kind of learn about a population based on performing for them and seeing how, when they'll open up and when they won't. Mm. When did you first have sex? I was 15. Okay. And... I had been seeing a actually yeah no I was just I remembered an encounter I'd had with a girl at school at thirteen but I wouldn't probably describe that as sex <laughs> I guess Wait, it what'd was you do heading in other? the direction but yeah no with this chick okay so it would have been my first sexual encounter okay, okay. Um, we were thirteen and we decided that boys were fuck fuckwits basically like we were Fuck just wits. like oh, that's a great word we're fed up with guys like i like just, that at 13 you're like <laughs> you know what? i'm done boys yeah. are fuckwits <laughs> and we were, and then um Wise. one of us must have joked like oh, maybe we should just get with each other and then we both looked at each other and we we're like uh, 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 yeah right? jokes uh, always uh, have uh, all that's, uh, you know. uh, that's uh. a thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh we um decided to have a sleepover and we pitched a tent in my back garden but there were no boners involved. No. Do you literally mm-hmm. pitch a tent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pitching a tent sometimes means boner here. Oh. Yeah. It's like a funny way to say boner. Like he pitched a tent. <laughs> oh, in right, his, right, in right. His sweatpants. You yeah. pitch an actual tent. I've done yeah. that. Man, it's so much easier too if you want to hook up with a girl when you're young because you're like, just like, oh, I'm having a sleepover. It's my friend. It's my Never birthday. Th- okay. I mean, that's a great plan. <laughs> and really doing good a plan. tent. It's yeah. safer. You're not going to get pregnant. You're not going to get pregnant. That's exactly. amazing. Did you guys just feel each other up? Um, Sounds fun. We like. 
proper hooked up and yeah filled each other up Fil- filled filled, filled. With, you know what I was <laughs> I like, like, i'm gonna leave progressive. that you know do you have cum <laughs> did you buy a strap on at 13 that's okay. really progressive <laughs> uh yeah and um, were you like cool but not for me or you know what i've i was so turned on i was more turned on my, my than my first time having sex with a guy so wet and so excited wow oh yeah are you by experience yeah oh okay that's yeah fine. and then the <laughs> sex with the guy, when did you start enjoying sex with men because <laughs> i know for me like the first couple times were like Ugh, when does this get good yeah probably I mean, my first time, yeah, nah, not much. And even the second guy I got with, mm, nah. The third guy, which ended up being my um, first proper boyfriend of mm-hmm. almost two years. Uh, oh, great sex. Really? What really was great about sex. it? We just connected on such a physical level. Unfortunately, emotionally, not so much. Damn it. <laughs> I hate when that happens. But, it's uh, hard to find someone who I does know, both. When that both, happens. Like, does yeah. that exist? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does, does, but it's hard. It yeah. does. Maybe it does. Um, oh, it was It was When great. the sex is good. Great sex life. Yeah. I mean, sold. Yeah. I'm dumb in. <laughs> I, and, it, and it's hard. Was the emotional stuff for you with this boy, particular boyfriend ever, were you ever in sync with that? Not not especially Ugh. yeah and he didn't really get my modeling he wasn't very mm. particularly supportive of it that's oh, really that's fucking and annoying. even my very early shots he was put off saying they were too sexual despite the fact oh, so i was, was like insecure. 16 and um you know my body wasn't even featured in it but he said that my facial expression in like the portraits was sexual because my mouth was a bit open and oh boy yeah, he was really he was really against it like and he only liked my more innocent childlike looking ones Ugh, that's weird that's it is weird How old was he older he's than like you? wanted to keep me like this little kid almost my first boyfriend was like that too he had an obsession with me being like cl- clean and mm. like in quotes and like uh like angelic and it was pure it's v- p- very a very fucking Yo. weird i realized it was weird at the time but now I, I in retrospect i realized how even extra weird it was what do you mean like he didn't know hair or no not like that. when i say clean like he just like like that i was he was the first person i had sex with and oh, i right. and i I dated mm-hmm. him for like a good five years and there was also like an almost a decade uh, uh, age gap between us not a mm-hmm. decade like it was like seven eight years but I mean like a, a good one and it was like I was had just turned 18 and he was like 26 you know yeah um, and uh, yeah and it was like always this like theme that would come back again and again just like in little things he said and it was very straight I found it to be very strange Ew. Well, it's, like it, you can only be sexual like that for me. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's like weird. Puts pressure on, me, on you. Yeah, or he would like that I that's like gross. he would like when I didn't wear makeup and he could see my zits because it made me look younger. Oh, like yeah. that's like right. yeah, that's like yeah. weird. When you be <laughs> young strange. and pure and not have have slept with anyone else, right? And just his, right? Yeah, this guy couldn't stand and the, the sex fact. Was good with him. Yeah, it was. I didn't know guys like that could be good at sex. Oh no, he was that's, very in tune with um yeah all that. Damn, so he was just insecure stuff outside the bedroom yeah Damn, and, and i was still at school and he was um in a full-time job so i think going to school as well like he was worried that there were guys there and i might hop on one of their dicks on accident yeah oh, just oh, fall oh. on one of them one day well, and also like i mean i'm sure he like he knew how like i'm sure he looked at the pictures and was they were i'm sure they were excellent and he was like scared and so sometimes it's like if you're insecure you don't want your partner to be succeeding and like leave you like because mm-hmm. to them like success means you're gonna you're gonna become like uh, financially independent which is a, a scary thing for a lot of people and then also you're going to be able to find someone better i think it's a fear for oh, a lot yeah. of people yeah. of any gender of course do people hmm. ever treat you like shit because you're like hot 
Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a great title. I've, I've, well, I've talked to, uh, uh, like, I know Emily Ratatowski wrote an a, a article for, I don't know, it was Vogue or something. I mean, she's not helping with her Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, her Instagram just, makes me want to break my phone. That's her job. It's to be over really the hot. top, though. Like she was like on a bus, and then it, she was just like <laughs> sitting on a bus, and I was like, number one, here's my on a titty bus. on this bus. I just, I, I, I just like want it. her Instagram to be called. We get it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> um, you know, I can't think of any encounters where I was treated like shit, and maybe if I was, I didn't, I didn't I say it's because of the way I look. Like okay. I didn't relate it to that. Okay. Because uh, I know sometimes women can be insecure and treat like or men. Oh, I feel like when okay, men well, are really attractive. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we didn't we didn't think men th- were being mean to you. Yeah, no, no. If anything, <laughs> men are going to be way too nice. That was well, that was our thing. That's probably also <laughs> frustrating but fun. Yeah. Well, the only um, women I can think of that have been particularly nasty to me are very close to home. Like, you uh, know. like in Australia. Yeah, yeah. It's not that what they're just random what? people I met. Like they know me well and I know them well. Uh. And uh, very nasty, very like what slut shaming. You know, calling me a slut. Oh, to your face at least. What? Yeah, one of them did manage okay. to say it to well, my face. That's <laughs> progressive, I guess. I don't know. That's You're shit. a it's still slut, sucks. and your partner's so a creep. And <laughs> you so she just porn. came came over your wow. se- your house to be like, "You're a slut." Oh, I bumped into her in the street, and she was actually hey, with slut. her five year old daughter at the time. Um, and she said this stuff over her daughter, who was sitting in the passenger seat to me when I was on the road. What? And I was like, "Congratulations, so you, you know, are teaching your daughter to like objectify and treat women like shit." What did she say to you? You exactly. are part of the Problem. You are a slut. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Mm-hmm. I just have this vision of you both Why? pulling up to a stoplight and like her rolling down <laughs> hey, her window. <laughs> but instead hey, of like asking Ashley. for Grey Poupon, she's like, "You're a whore." <laughs> like that's very. That's very. It's like obviously it was like bothering her, and like she was just waiting for the opportunity to run into you to oh, say that. From like, the second I came into their lives, um, they they hated me. But wait, how? how so what, what they, was the connection? <laughs> oh gosh, I'm giving so much away. I don't know if I um. What, was it busy, <laughs> was it business it was, or pleasure that you guys knew each other through my my current partner, my current relationship? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so he's um friends. he's got kids, and obviously that comes with family, ah, exes, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. aunties, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, I understand. <laughs> gotcha, other people gotcha. related so there to could them. be other motives. <laughs> Yeah. For the you're a slut uh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do, do, you know, before they even met me, they just decided that I was a terrible, oversexual, uh, um, don't know how to be a mother kind of person just judging from my photos. Oh, God. Wait, That's but you're fine. not a mother, right? No, I'm not. But I suppose in a sense, um, your partner being is a stepmom. Right. Yeah. 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 You do you spend you a lot of time with the role. kids? Yeah. A, okay. A third of the time mm-hmm. in That's Australia. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's so fun. So, so men, do men ever act stupid around you? Uh, are you, or can you not? You're just assuming they're just being men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, he's a guy. He gets a pass for being stupid. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And so, what? So, what are you up to now, career-wise? Like, where you're, you've never done. So you've stripped. But you've never done porn, have you? No. Have you ever taped yourself having sex? Uh, I kind of want to yeah, do that. You know, I have. Did right, you watch yeah. it? I'm just worried yeah, I'd just watch like it. Like, like watching eh. it back on the phone, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is kind of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I suppose it can be confronting. Maybe. Yeah. It was really gotta. It wasn't for me, but I can imagine it can be. Yeah. Because it's so real and raw. I know. But really. you know what? It's fun, and if you're in a situation where you feel safe, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and trust the person, and it, that's key. It's on maybe your device. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. So wait, do you even like when you were dating people? Would you even send nudes? Because you already kind of oh, have all the time. Really? I still do it with, in my current relationship, which I've been in for five years. Like, do you have like a tripod or something? Like, do you take? Because I got a tripod so I could take nudes. <laughs> I love that <laughs> timer. I thought it was for comedy. <laughs> well, it's for that too. Um, more really selfies selfie type oh, of nudes. okay yeah, yeah because yeah. he's actually a photographer as well mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. god i'd be so nervous that they judge my nudes yeah <laughs> from the photography standpoint <laughs> not that they would care uh, yeah i feel like men are even even if they're like a professional for photographer are still like like a being a woman trumps like photographer like they're just like ah, woman <laughs> pussy anything yeah you know you know I still managed to tap yeah. into those primitive yeah instincts in his little brain like yeah. nice. it works yeah <laughs> and like if someone responded to a nude with like a comment on lighting i'd be like okay bye-bye you yeah. i'll you will never <laughs> that's see what my you're, that's what you're again. thinking about right <laughs> the lighting. yeah yeah like this this relationship doesn't have legs maybe yeah. what kind of like so what kind of stuff do you like to do with i haven't had sex in a long time so i don't what? know what it's like i forget what it's like how long has it been Three weeks Dude. four weeks maybe a month even. Holy every time fuck. you say a long time it's like not even a month i don't think i've ever gone a month to be honest in, a, in a decade i don't think i've ever gone a month and it but it's i i the last sex i had wasn't great so i was like ah i gotta i yeah. gotta i gotta just take some time for myself but what sex like i'm can you can you remind christina what sex is like through you okay well i've um I've been fucking myself recently. Me too. So good. <laughs> I mean, that's been fun. I went to the I went to Pleasure Chest and I got a. <laughs> I oh. I spent a lot of dough. Yeah, it's fun. But that I mean, that's fun. But like sex, 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 like penis. Yeah, uh, or or do you have sex with women as well? Like currently. Yeah, um. Trying to think when the last time was. Uh, I think the last time was a couple of years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. But you know what? I, I'll walk out of here and I'll be like, oh, wait, last week I did this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just don't, I don't remember oh, everything. Oh, yeah, I fingered a lady in the alley. I <laughs> yeah. totally forgot. Oh, remember. shit, that reminded me. Um, no, <laughs> really? I actually did. I, I hooked up with a chick in a bathroom store. We were out one night and we fingered there each other. There you go. There you oh go. My God. Well, there you go. <laughs> so how do you know when you meet a random girl if she wants to get fingered by you? Uh, like what are the signs because i've tried to hit on women before i'm like i can't fucking tell i just want them to do all the work it is confusing and like or to tell like if a woman is hitting on you it's confusing i can't tell and i'm like are you just being nice the look they they're the way they look at you Uh, the way you look at each other oh okay it's like you kind of give that but see look see but back (laughs) i go can you do that (laughs) but if someone did that if a woman did the okay that to me i would get it yeah you just you know you give them that either for in my experience this is my very limited experience way too aggressive yeah or yeah. i would never know right. i would never know I, I went out with a person and her boyfriend uh for drinks a, a week ago and afterwards she texted me and she was like we were looking for a third i had no idea you gotta, truly no you idea gotta give people a little bit of heads up on that i mean i didn't even care but i was like dude that went over my head so hard yeah, you i would never have known. big bombs or drop yeah i mean maybe just like say something like make a flirty comment yeah something like ahead of time do you do that do you make a flirty comment or is it just the look yeah you sort of give that little tilt of the head and the 
You squint like your eyes up. a little bit, then you do a bit of a look up and down. You uh, know, see, but this is your job. You're so good at that. That's like the one. That's, <laughs> that's like so funny. And that's the one thing I can't do is look hot in photos. Well, because we were talking a couple weeks ago with uh, our friend Julie Katakis, and she like had tried to be a lesbian, and she said she was just like terrible at it because no one would ever know. And she told this hilarious story <laughs> of how she like brought her morning friend over and was trying to like do that male thing where like men try to comfort people, but like she wanted it to and turn into in sex, end. but it just was like a conversation with a friend. And I mean that to me is hilarious. Yeah, that that would be me. That would be me. Like, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I don't know. It's like dudes. It just feels so natural. I mean, I guess that's because I'm straight. But but also too though, I just think I just no practice, no practice with girls. So I don't know what I'm doing. So right. I feel already out of place. So I'm have like, you been with a chick before? Yeah, I have. Yeah, just one on one. And my ex boyfriend and I had a lot of three ways. And Ooh. I was with her. I mean, she, and she came on to us. So that I mean that made it easier. And we used an app. So it's yeah. like, well, we're all here for the same thing. Yeah, the one time it happened person. in the wild, the wild she the came wild. on us. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the only time, I, like, <laughs> I let a, I let a lady finger me once, but we were in a sex club. So like, and she didn't. Re- I mean, she didn't ask. I don't feel like this was an attack, though. But like, she crept up slowly <laughs> enough that I could have batted her away. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You she weren't was intimidated. She was older. I could have knocked her down. But so like with older this girl. Women. <laughs> How did you know she wanted to get fingered in a bath? Older women love. Me. Oh, I love yeah, older women. They're so fucking sexy. Like yeah. there's something almost untouchable about them. Like yeah. women in their thirties, forties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How old are like, you? I wasn't mm. including women yeah, in their thirties. Thirties, forties. Well, I guess to me that's like older than <laughs> How me. Old are you? I just prefer any women older than me. <laughs> Damn I'm it. I'm twenty five. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. I'm an old bag then. I was like, you better not say twenty nine. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a pillow at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, forties. I think is my thing. Like, oh, I okay. like women in their 40s. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like they just know themselves more, their body yeah. more, and they're yeah. just sexier. They're comfortable. A lot of yeah. my guy friends say that too. They're like, they're, yeah, yeah. Mm. Know what they Ugh. want. Yeah. Well, it's also, uh, you're in your sexual prime as a woman, like in your 40s, whereas oh, really? men are hitting, yeah, men are hitting their 30s. sexual prime in their, in their <laughs> when 20s. When they're like 18. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, you know, like a, the Mrs. Robinson thing, that's where that comes from. Like, it's actually like biology. Oh. That's how it's, that's how but it like, works. But like, how do you, how, what's your game when you finger a girl in the bathroom? Like, what do you say to her? It ju- did you talk to her before you fingered in the bathroom? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like, you made out, right? Yeah. Uh, we knew each other prior. Oh, okay. She was like a super tomboy and we were both... I'm, I'm really into like tomboy chicks as well. Yes. Like really androgynous ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I can't remember the lead up. I just remember the uh, the climax. <laughs> the fingering. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Only a woman can make you really come in a bathroom. I feel like men. Yeah. I've I've had sex in bathrooms. Eh. Oh mm. no, that's not true. I almost broke an entire fucking ba- like row of like you know how they're connected. The urinals? <laughs> no, not urinals. Like the stall, the oh, the dividers the between the stalls. You almost did a domino. I almost the broke stalls. the whole fucking thing in like Whoa. a really nice place, like one of those like clubs, like Aspen or whatever, like that used to be hot in New York City. I remember that. Yeah, one. At, I think it was it's Aspen. Like a ski I'm pretty lounge. sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that's why I like it. it. Made me horny. I was like, oh, all these dead animal corpses. Oh, I love a ski lodge look. <laughs> I really, I truly do. It's, it's do you hot. have any kinks? Oh, uh, I like, I like submissive guys. I like when mm, guys are very really. submissive. I like being like quite dominatrixy. What's the dumbest you get? Pardon? What's the dumbest thing you've ever done? <gasps> made a guy crawl around yeah, with a you laugh yeah, really up his ass. <laughs> Dude, where do I start? Um, oh, we have time. So yeah, just if you so could go ahead. Treasure I chest. put a gag in a guy's mouth, mm. put a big fuck off collar around his neck, <laughs> stuck him in a G-string, attached a leash and walked him around the house. Nice. That's, what? that's great. What a man. 
I That's know. wonderful. And you know what? He was this big, buff, muscular oh. guy as well. Yeah. You would never think it if you saw him in the street that he That's was so such fun. a little bitch indoors. Nice. So hot. Like, that is so hot. I reckon more guys need that. I think more guys like, secretly give want up it. the control. Yeah. Like, I, you know you want to let go. <laughs> yeah. I And I, I almost feel that from some guys that are that present as so like hyper masculine. Mm. But I can tell that they'll never let themselves go there because they feel so ashamed of it. But I'm like... Yeah, but if the chick wants it, like, we're all in. Let's it's an pre- empowering let's play thing. play pretend. You know, for the guy yeah. as well. Do you smack him in the ass? Do you smack him in the ass when you're walking around um, in a leash? Yeah. This is so fun. <laughs> oh, I've always wanted yeah, to do like this Yeah, like, you talk guy. a bit derogatory to them. Like, what? You, what do you say? Oh, you know, you're a little bitch. <gasps> like, And then a, he liked being spat in the mouth as well. Whoa. So he timed oh, the Oh, that's bed how I've done that, yeah. And, nice. like, spit in his mouth. He can't move. Wow. Um, but when a guy knows that he wants that, because it's not even like I necessarily went out seeking that with him, but when he opened up about the fact he was so submissive and what he was into, it's just you could... Mm. Like, now, more power now there's room to, to play. Him. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's better for both parties. Yeah, no, if you know what you want and you're honest about it, to me, that is a guy that is That's empowered. That's a man. Yeah. That is a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I agree 100%. If you they know, don't even, give a fuck about what what people are going to think of their kink unless yeah. it's like something truly illegal and terrible and you know murdery <laughs> but you know whatever that's few far between yeah and then you know you get guys which are more dominating they're more dom and then you get the switch people that like mixing it up i'd yeah. say in my current relationship we're more in like a bit more of a switch that's fun kind of relationship can, yeah, yeah yeah like we play around sometimes i'll take control sometimes he will depending on how we feel yeah it's so interesting because i would i used to consider myself more of a sub but that's because my last boyfriend like our dynamic was just mm. he was always the dom I, we tried it once i'm like this this feels wrong i don't even oh yeah so it's like whatever the two of you it, yeah it's all dependent upon but also in our society you know yeah. as women we're made to feel like in a lot of ways that we are submissive sexually or we should be submissive sexually right Part of it, part of why I like being submissive sexually is because because of that a little bit of like, mm. I don't know. It's, it's you don't have a, to think. Yeah, you, you don't just, have to think. You give, you let go. Yeah, yeah. It's just surrendering to yeah. what turns you on. I think that's exactly. so rare that so people if you, do that. So if you're turned on being submissive, great. You know yeah. that. Work with it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I dabbled in the scene of like BDSM a fair bit in my hometown when I was back there. And I met a lot of people in like dom sub relationships, a lot of girls who were subs. Mm. Like in the whole relationship. So even, does that mean that they carry it uh, outward uh, um, like after sex? No, not necessarily. Because oh, okay. some people but do that. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. people do. Like the, I know the guy I dated, the really submissive one, he liked me making decisions even outside the bedroom sometimes. Like, you know, where are we going to go? He liked it if I just made the decision. Nice. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it's it like is. foreplay and all you're doing is like living your life. <laughs> well, as long as you can't complain about it once you make the decision, that's fine. Because yeah. I like what, like I make the exact opposite. Like in my everyday life, like I'm so uh, dominant that I like, when I like go, as soon as I open like my apartment door, if there's someone there, like I don't want any decisions made like literally like order food for me just like put it in front mm-hmm. of me feed I'll me. just eat whatever it is like that like that's how little I want to like do when I'm at yeah, home Yeah, because you are such right like, the businesswoman like that strong type of yeah I'm just like fucking tired yeah when I also I I was we were in a conversation not too long ago about how a lot of people like whatever they are in the real world they're the opposite in the, in bedroom. the bedroom yeah because you need that balance in your life I mm-hmm. mean you don't want to go around making the decisions all day every day right 
sorry. Yeah, it's exhausting. And that's why, funnily enough, like a lot of guys, you see them in suits and they do these business type of jobs and they're the ones that yeah. have like the kinkiest, most submissive yes. fantasies. Mm-hmm. You know, What's they the wanna... kinkiest thing that's ever been pitched to you by a sexual partner in your life? Oh, dude, like I'll say something and then I'll, re- once again, I'll walk out of here and remember there's something far more <laughs> <laughs> debaucherous I should have told you. Um, any anyone that's been like, hey, you want to do this? And you're like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Or anything that was too much that you said no to. No, I don't think I've said. I'm pretty open. Like, you know, try everything once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I've been peed on. I've peed on people. Like, that's fun. Did you like it? Yeah, I do. I think mm-hmm. pee is great. <laughs> Have you ever tasted anybody's pee? Yes. How does it taste? That's a good question. I've even yeah. drunk my own pee when I was super <gasps> jet lagged. <laughs> what? I was super jet lagged, and a friend was like, "Well, apparently, drinking your own pee can help regulate your sick." Su- su- there's a word for okay. it anyway. Uh. Some some rhythms that go on in the body. Circadian rhythm. That's yeah, the one. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, great. So I drank a whole glass of my Whoa. own pee. Did you feel better? Did you even question it? Were you just like, okay. I was like, yeah, whatever. I, well, I Googled it and I was like, yeah, it's actually, if anything, good for you. Like there's nothing that shows it's particularly bad for you to drink your own pee. Did How you it ice taste? it? Did you water it down? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I just drank it. it straight. It was warm. And you know what? I would have iced it. I would have iced it. Put that on the rocks. <laughs> anything tastes rocks, better please. on ice. Yikes. I should have. I should have put it in the fridge for a while. Did it taste bad? It wasn't the best thing I've ever drunk, but maybe that's because, you <laughs> well, know, it's, so. it's not normal. Like, we're not yeah. brought up being like, oh, yeah, this is just a drink. Like, I've yeah. never tasted anything like I mean, it before. whiskey doesn't taste oh, delicious. Oh, whiskey's gross. Yeah, but I, mean, I love it. Did, so. So, did, you, did you feel better? Um, You know what? I don't. I think pretty much not, the same. Uh, right. And I, I was like, damn it. Even if you did, it could have been like the sugar pill effect. Because like, in your mind, you're like, I just fucking oh, I drank, drank pee. Piss. I better feel better. <laughs> I will will myself to feel no jet lag. But That's I, very I felt interesting. good for trying it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give it a go. Right? But there's a lot of stuff like that. Like, I was also reading this article about how if you uh, pick your nose and eat it, that's it's amazing uh, for your immune oh, system. See, what? Yeah, I mm-hmm. couldn't I couldn't Nab do that. Mm-hmm. But I could drink my own pee, but not it, eat yeah. my snot. Someone hey, said it, and I and I did research on it. It. And I was like, oh, they're not fucking around. Yeah. They're not fucking Have around. Have you ever had group sex? Like with multiple people? Yeah. So like a threesome or, or foursome or five. I think group sex is, yeah, more <laughs> four or more. I really oh. have a sexual fantasy of being to banging like five dudes at once, but being just, banged by five dudes at once. Yeah. That, yeah. Sounds fun. I don't fun. mind that idea. I don't know either. when the fuck that would ever happen. <laughs> Like it, a scenario in which that would happen safely and I would feel safe enough to do it. But have you ever, have you ever done that? No, unfortunately mm. not. But Sorry, it's one girl. of the types of categories of porn that I do quite like watching. It's Same. like gang bangs. Oh, that's mm-hmm. one that bangs. I can't, I cannot. Oh, I mean, even. there's some of them go far. <laughs> some of them yeah, go no, like no, no, no. <laughs> far that I'm like, I can't even. When also men in porn are just like, it's very hard to find like hot dudes some in porn. Some of them porn. fuck real good though. Yeah. And they're hot. Yeah, I forget all their names, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm always. That's like my always problem. Like, just stay out of the frame because you're ruining it for me. <laughs> just well, your dick, please. I've been yeah. noticing more and more that like they blur the guys' faces out. I've noticed that too. Just, what? Yeah. To well, me, it's almost like, oh come on, that's cheap. Yeah. But I was watching a documentary on porn, and sometimes like that's a, sometimes it's like not even fucking professionals. It's like literally the director or producer will step in <laughs> if the guy is not like doesn't show up or if like they can't get their erection. So I think sometimes like those people are getting their faces blurred out because they actually don't want to be involved. 
but like if they've put money into a shoot the shoot needs to go on man you better hope you fuck good damn mm-hmm. that's and a then skill. for those like amateur ones where it's supposed to feel like casting couch or like a tour like you know tourist guy who drives around and finds like quote unquote tourists all those ones are always blurred out because it's supposed to give you right. like the feeling that this is real even though it's not um that's and I annoying. think those are so, yeah, those are some of the ones I've noticed blurred out. But yeah, it is. I saw I watched a porn last night where it was like I guess it was supposed to be like an independent film, and like <laughs> no one's heads were in it the whole time, which yeah. I thought would be like cool to do. I would do porn if my but, face wasn't in it. Yeah, but it was like it was just not very. It was kind of like they wasted their time because it wasn't really good to watch. It was oh. literally just watching a butt bounce up and down on someone's knees like you know part of part of enjoying Wee. someone else's pleasure is watching the face of at least the woman the yeah. face is such an intimate yeah. thing these yeah. expressions that are given from the face mm-hmm. and you can tell if they so like much. it yeah. yeah you can yeah. tell right away if they're the woman's having a good time or not by their face because when they do like mm-hmm. the fucking close-up on just like the vagina the penis going into yeah, the vagina that like, doesn't i'm like uh, okay i mean like, i don't mind that for like a second <laughs> and then it's i'm just like it, it's just so repetitive like, what's that like yeah i need (laughs) sort of the full kind of the you need i like the atmosphere in the room and that's why i especially like that sort of more homemade type of porn videos oh for sure it looks like it's been filmed on a handy cam yes 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 yes. like i don't mind kim's one as well oh kim at it yeah i've never watched any of the celebrity i've watched watched it okay i haven't seen that one that's the only one i i watched but it like was not i was like so young that I don't even think I like even appreciated porn and also it was just not it wasn't her voice gets to me mm, and I think yeah. she puts I think she does put it on I think that's not really how she like actually talks in real life I like, like her but I'm I not sexually it. attracted to her so yeah. it just was not a win Kim's was good I, went, oh, I wanted to watch um Car- no uh, Pamela Anderson Tommy oh Lee. that's the one I, I never googled watched that, that I never watched the full one I heard that one is actually I heard that great one, though I heard that one's like the best yeah one. James told me that Wait, one's great Pam, Pam Anderson, Anderson and Tommy yeah. Lee yeah Tommy oh my god it was ages ago when they were married one of the most home, famous ones of all time i would think it was they were yeah. on like a boat on a boat yeah a fucking yacht fucking Ooh. yeah oh i heard it was so good yeah i might not watch that I'm gonna and that tommy lee is is like exactly like my type of dude yeah so. he's so, so tattoos hot. yeah mm-hmm. 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 Yum. Mm-hmm. yum this is great damn now i want to watch porn <laughs> yeah but just like celebrities sometimes it's hard because you're like ugh, are they acting like it feels too that's my thing with celebrity as well i haven't like used watched a lot of celebrity porn because i don't always 100 percent buy it no, yeah. yeah. When you so you've been in a relationship for five years, right? Yes. Okay. With the break in the middle. Uh, do you do you ever find that your sex life gets stale and you have to spice it up? And if so, what do you do? That's like the most <gasps> Cosmo '90s question of all time. But I'm curious. How do you spice up your sex How life? Do you spice up sex life? Oh my god! I guess we kind of just <laughs> naturally end up doing it in the bedroom. Like we will play around and. Um, switch it up naturally yeah just naturally switch it up i've i don't feel like we've ever gone particularly stale to the point where we're like we need to do something about this yeah 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 but that's good i think also because we're quite open you know he likes to he likes to check out other women um do you like check them out together yeah Yeah, i was like i think i would think mm -hmm. that's really hot you know what he's a he's a guy (laughs) but you know girls we we check i still check out guys as well as a woman like you know i was telling you as on my way here, there were so many cops around the place because of the UN meeting. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yummy. <laughs> a lot of FDNY. <laughs> Sometimes I talked, snuck a photo of them and they caught me, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. So he'll, he'll still check out women. Like I'm happy for him if he wants to go to the strippers or uh, can I'll he, go with him. Can he him. have sex with somebody else without you there? 
Yeah, I mean, if we discuss it and we agree, See, that's to why you're it. not stale. That's yeah. why it's not stale. Yeah, so, like, probably. that's the, one of the rules of your of your an open your open relationship is that you have to discuss it prior to yeah, it happening. Like they, yeah, exactly. There needs to be that understanding where it's open and we've discussed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you're my main person, so running it by. Yeah, of have course. you ever vetoed? What is somebody mean? meaning? <clears throat> has no. he ever said I want to have sex with this person? You're like, no. Yeah. I do. If he, if there's a particular, if he's found someone he fancies, I'll just be like, I'm mm, not feeling it. Don't. And what, are, what uh, were we'll your reasons that you've together. said no? Uh, I guess. That's good. That's helpful. It's not that I know necessarily why I've said no. There's just that kind of inkling, that gut feeling where I'm like, it's not right. Yeah. Honestly. Hmm. Yeah. When we were, when, when Steven and I would, would look at girls for three ways, I would know right away if that was something that I would be very excited about or if it's something that I'd be like, absolutely not like right away and there, there's really no reasoning to it it's just i don't know it's a feeling yeah it's like when you meet someone and you're attracted to them it's yeah like, i'm attracted to you i don't really know why but <laughs> yeah but there it is what are we gonna do about it do you mm-hmm. live with your partner yeah in melbourne i do okay but and then now s- that i'm in new york oh, mm-hmm. so he came to visit me here for like three weeks right we met him yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but he's he's gone back now but when I, yeah, when I'm in Australia, we live together most of the time. And like, so can you, uh, if you're hooking up with somebody else for the night, can you sleep over their house or do you have to always come back home? I don't, I haven't yet found someone that I've felt that urge to go off and spend a night with them mm-hmm. and yeah. get with them. Uh, when you figure that girl in the bathroom, do you have to text them? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know what? I think there's an <laughs> understanding where one-off. like, if I hook up with a chick, it's like, yeah, yeah it's okay. It's not. Yeah. Um, with guy, with a guy, it's definitely something I'd have to run by him. Yeah, like, so I was like yeah, fingering someone in the bathroom—that seems like the like kind of like, like time is of by. the yeah, essence. You kind of, like, kind of get into it. You get can't be like finger in me, or can't be like waiting for like someone like <laughs> a signed text. release to get they sent in a PDF form back to you. Like it just yeah. seems you got to kind yeah. of go with the flow. It's no different to braiding her hair. Exactly. Like, well, I've, I've probably forgot about even telling it to him. <laughs> That's so funny. And how have you found any? Um, differences in the modeling industry in general between Australia and here and what is the modeling industry like I mean how you know because you were telling me I remember when we were at um at the box that you were having trouble getting work here I'm like really yeah and my head exploded but I I I don't know what it's like so I you know what the fuck do I know I'm still yet to break into the uh American modeling industry do you know why or do you have an inkling as to why I mean sometimes it's not any reason I guess you know I've got quite short hair to begin with which puts me already in an edgier box just put you not that it should they could put you in a wig though yeah nah they've done that before and the it, f- look it right. didn't happen yeah no oh. <laughs> i looked like i was about 15 it just didn't work oh oh that's not good okay <laughs> it's um yeah no it's not me but yeah the short hair and then also like a lot of my shots i guess are quite out there quite risque um and also my size i'm mm-hmm. not sl- slim enough to do the straight size right. commercial jobs that normally get booked yeah and then i'm not big enough to book those mm-hmm clients Quote, that want that size. yeah that want that obviously bigger model so right. i'm sort of in this no man's land ah. which is where most women kind of fall into I was gonna say, size so, wise yeah but we're the least represented in the modeling industry you mm. have almost these two polar opposites you have very very thin and then noticeably quite curvy women yeah and then this middle ground is like just mm. not really represented yeah body wise in the industry so i mean there's a lot so of the reasons, market for that isn't it's just not really right there. I think it will happen. I think it's yeah. bound to happen. Absolutely. Uh, but like anything, it takes time to build up the contacts. Takes time. You got to go to castings, 
And even in Australia, you know, it took me years to break into the industry there and to start getting work. So I don't expect it to necessarily happen particularly quickly here in the US. Yeah. Can I can I ask what your size is? Or do you know, do you know the American sizing? Yeah, it's, it's an American 10. Okay. Okay. Well, because yeah, I was like that. Yeah, that's just a, it's that's it's a so in, it's so interesting because normally like what is plus size start at fourteen Mm-mm. traditionally or twelve anything over US four. So if you no 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 I no 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 I mean I know for models they're much yeah. thinner but like and when you Jesus. actually go into a yeah. store at like a Torrid oh. or something I believe sizing starts it's, between twelve and four, fourteen yeah fourteen and up yeah possibly, that's that's because yeah. I, uh, I think it's fourteen to twenty two is usually like we have sizes fourteen to twenty two um, mm-hmm. yeah no no but it's yeah, such a in joke the real world, because that's like, who's shopping there but the actual models the I was models like yeah models are like yeah it's just I don't represent those plus size in inverted commas for sure yeah. Yeah. So it's like I would feel I actually got asked to be the face of London plus size fashion week when I was there in 2015. Whoa. And I had to say no. I was like, look, I don't represent who you're trying to sell to, who the people coming to your show are. Right. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable being the face of your fashion week. Like right. I just couldn't do it. Because you thought of people who are plus size reactions yeah, to that. Exactly. And, be like, what the fuck? and there's models that yeah. are that size right. that should yeah. be doing it. Um, right. And also I'd started this whole campaign about, you know, just calling a model a model as well and right. dropping That'd the That'd be nice. Yeah. So I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. That's, oh, so you started a campaign Yeah, what's it that? called? That's a really yeah, good idea. Yeah, I started a campaign called Drop the Plus, like hashtag Drop the Plus. Oh, cool. And it was just about, you know, stop referring to models as plus size all the time when they're not Doesn't a size two. Yeah. Because the media seems to love to automatically label a model plus size, even when they're you know, a size six or eight or 10, right. which is well, so I always misleading. Joke, I'm like, I would definitely be, I mean, I'm too short anyway, but I would be a plus size model. But you yeah, know? Well, 99% of the population would yeah. be a plus size yeah. model. But just the, <laughs> the notion that your size has to be in front of what you do for a living makes no it's, sense it's, because yeah. that should not define you that at all. That doesn't happen in any other industry. Yeah. And the then job of a model is the... to be a hot person. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that's even going away these days. I was like, that's like if we really want to break boundaries, like just have pe- like ugly models. Ugly models. Yeah, nah. for sure. For, that's that's the joke. Because it's so silly because everyone's like, oh, this is so inclusive. But it's like, no, everyone's still fucking like a nine or a 10, like mm. as far as like hot level. Like, so it's just like, and everyone's like perfectly proportionate. And so right. these are still people who are in like the 0.01% of like attractiveness, no matter what their size or weight and is. Those are the people that should be models. So it's all, a lot of it is kind of silly and i think it's okay i mean like there's just some things that like you know just like some things smart people do some things hot people do some things hot i don't know i don't think it's so terrible but a lot of hotness comes from believing you're hot and i've seen a lot of models these days come up in the industry and they're doing really well and they definitely don't fit what you would describe if you stood and studied them you'd be like oh well they don't necessarily fit into that hot category but because they've got such a bravado and such Mm. a presence it's like oh their they're they're, so their aura sexy. is hot yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and they reek but it. like and how I, do you express an, yeah so how do you express an aura because i agree with you like mm. people who like if i saw a picture of them i would be like I gotta do that. I gotta work are really that. electric and intoxifying um in person but like so how do you work to kind of get that across when you're just doing photos oh, yeah i need tips i think just feeling yourself in front of the camera it's mm-hmm. like you need as long as you feel sexy and you feel confident and you're and you're connecting with the camera. So often when mm. I'm modeling, like it's just me and the camera, like nothing Do you imagine the camera as a person or like somebody about to fuck? It's almost like a porthole into yeah. whatever the fuck you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, my way of modeling might be different from someone else's way of modeling that works for them. Of mm-hmm. course, But yeah. just feeling yourself practicing, getting to know what works for you in front of the camera. And I think a lot can be portrayed through an image and through a facial expression. And yeah, models get that. 
that the face of like I don't give a fuck and I'm truly not trying to not give a fuck face I can I have yet I've tried I've tried to do it alone <laughs> in my room I've closed my eyes and it's still like, it's, it's like a curated disgust and I yeah, love it's it great though yeah it's a very that's like sexy, what modeling is the sexy disgust that it I've, is kind of like dominant like like in a dom sub relationship like the reader is the sub almost because there is something nice about like I do want models to feel better than me. So do I. Like I, there is, it's it's fucked up, and that it's weird because we've talked about this before, and like things like the Dove campaign, where like they make model. Everyone's a model, but it's like <laughs> not everyone's a model. I, I it's like a hard that job. models mm. feel better than me. That's why it's fun, but it also doesn't make me feel bad about me. And I think now that's just like a personality thing. Like it does make pe- some people feel bad, and it doesn't make other people feel bad. Yeah, uh, I've actually noticed. I know, like the expression you're talking about, that sort of dominate. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I think Whatever. I, I sort Can't of do that it. a lot in my shots. Like I'll pull these really powerful kind of poses. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed a lot of models also have this sort of vulnerable, um, doe-eyed, like deer caught in the headlights sort of yeah. look. Like Ugh, I've seen that, that a lot. That one's good too. Yeah. <laughs> it's again, there's they a lot, but the, it's deer at headlights. That gives no fucks, though. It's this weird... Once again, you know, because there's power in vulnerability, just like there's power in in being more dom and more And being powerful. outwardly powerful, yeah. You're right. yeah just you're like right. a submissive feels empowered being a submissive. Yeah. And the dom feels empowered being dom. That's But, like, true. you never see someone, like, with holes in their underwear eating chips. Like, that's... <laughs> you know, like, that's, to me, that's, like, a relate... What, that's a relatable model. In a bed full of crumbs. <laughs> like, nor would I want to, because I'm like, why did I yeah. buy Vogue for this? You know? So I think it's, like... Because it, it, we're just we're like obsessed with making everything like real and relatable, yeah. but it's like. But also, it's nice when the things are on an untouchable level. Yeah, like the have beauty of the art Skittle is like. Ad? Love it. No, no. Is someone who holds in their underwear? Full of no, well, it's like just these two everyday people, and they're covered in Skittles as like chicken. That's called Skittle Pox or something. Oh, oh I saw the commercial of Skittle Pox. That, I was that. like, wow, that's different. Like that was cool. Yeah, the the way they shot that, um, like and like the tone, uh, the the colors that they used in the uh, in the cinematography was was really interesting interesting because it almost felt like this like little short film Mm. it was it was very weird i like because it was weird and it's it worked for me it's stuck in my brain (laughs) i think that's the thing but also like you know models aren't probably eating skittles a lot so (laughs) do models eat skittles uh yeah she can't even remember my personal personal (laughs) trainer loves skittles like really big buff guy and he's just eat skittles while we're training the last time i had some he fed them to me i don't really know (laughs) like how that works men are without a ton like can work can eat so much yeah Yeah. my my male trainer is always like he's always like you know like he'll be like telling me what he ate and i'm like what the fuck that's terrible for you (laughs) and he's like well i just work out so much that doesn't matter and i'm like and he's like he's like you can't eat that though he always says to me corinne stop eating airplane food and i was like what is that i'm not even close he's like i know you're on the airplanes eating airplane food i'm like i'm really not tice like what are you talking about like he's a maniac yeah mine's been like cut out pasta cut out and i'm just oh, like but i only but eat those are pasta fun. i was like all this thickness didn't come from like yeah keep eating the pasta Fuck yeah it. your mom's yeah. italian mm-hmm. you got to i got to i love pasta so much so for people who uh, don't follow you online, where can we find you online? Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, Tumblr, Twitter. Tumblr. Instagram. Would you like to promote? Oh my God, you have a Tumblr? Facebook page. I love Tumblr. 
Really? Yeah. I never got into it. I have one, but I don't even know where it is anymore. I have a Zanga. <laughs> it's in the Tumblr void. Yeah. So is it just at Stefania? Like, what's your handle on all these yeah, things? How do people you find you? Yeah, if Stefania, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-A. God, I had to think about that for a second. Um, <laughs> it should pop up. Stefania underscore model mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then, yeah, Stefania. Who's your rep if we want you to model for someone to like, hire you? Yeah. Oh, like in the US, Cartier. IMG. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And your info's on your Instagram. I've seen it, yeah. right? Your booking info. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you so us. Much. Thank you so much it for was having such me. Such a pleasure to and talk to you. It's so nice to be able to just sit and chat about sex and life and everything yeah. and with a group of sex positive girls. Yeah. Like, I agree. Thanks for being one of those sex positive girls. Thank you. Thanks to find Thank you. Thank you this has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. for listening to today's episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes, no judgments. For a special offer to our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use the code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for that sh- for this show. Not that show, this show. Again, it's $45 off your first month Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.